Wardcast episode 166. Go! Go! That's right. It's mm. time for Best Games Played uh. 2018. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we are trapped in a 13-foot steel cage. Woo. Dylan has lowered microphones from the ceiling. <laughs> We're now <sitting>. fight. <laughs> fight for me. It's gonna I'm get already violent. covered in blood. <laughs> I am Dylan Alvento, uh, your hostess with the mostest. <laughs> Sitting I, over there with your war paint on. I am. Yeah, well, I'm ready. I'm ready to go to war. Um, God of War, that is... Let's talk about the 45 minutes dedicated to God. No. Um, <laughs> and I am joined by my co-hosts, the idyllic Will Blanton. Damn right. And the idiosyncratic Alex Damrath. Damrath. There you go. Whoa. <laughs> Did you guys plan that? Uh, oh, no. I was counting on is, it. Is that, is that what you guys talked about when I was out of the room? <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually, I heard him say damn right, and I'm like, oh, I know how I'm going to play off of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it. I got the perfect hand for this. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, welcome to Best Games Played, the uh, episode where we determine the best games played of 2018. Uh, if you haven't joined us before, let's go down the rules. Oh, shoot. Uh, every host brings 10 games to talk about including their personal superlatives for said games um these games can be any game they played this year the game does not have to have been released this year any game that they played in calendar year 2018 is eligible um we will then combine those games into a master list and from that list we will cut and keep and decide which games belong on the Wardcast Best Games Played Top 10 of 2018, mm. which we will then assign superlatives to each game. We don't do a ranking. There's no 1 through 10 here. All games are equal in God's eyes. We are just assigning superlatives. <laughs> the aspects of each game that we value the most. All games are equal. Let's slaughter some games. <laughs> <laughs> now let's get into the murder pit. <laughs> um, Will, do you want to start up? us off with your list? Uh, sure. Do you want me to just go through it? Yeah, just uh, list every game, including its superlative. superlatives. Yeah. You okay. ready? I'm right. totally ready. All right. From the top. Here we go. I got Kiro Blaster from Master Game Artisan Pixel Daisuke Amaya. Uh, I have it as Purist Retro. Overwhelm. I have the most inverted genre award. Part-time UFO for High Mileage Mechanic Award. I've got Florence for the freshest storytelling. Fugle? Fugle? Did we ever... I think we agreed on Fugle. Let's like go Fugle. with Fugle. Yeah. Fugle for best out-of-body experience. Zone of the Enders, the second runner's Mars for <laughs> the most epic space opera. Which way for the Indie Polish Award? Slaves to Armok Dwarf Fortress. <laughs> Come on, you gotta give it you gotta give it you gotta give it its due. I'm reading this off my phone, so Slaves it just to Armok, God of Blood Chapter 2, Dwarf Fortress. There we go. <laughs> for the best water cooler moments. Uh, best title. Dobatone for the wildest multiplayer experience. And then I got Thumper for the most enthralling experience. All right. Thank you, Will. Alex, give us okay. your 10. 
starting from the top, we've got God of War for, uh, I think I had originally put Best of Year or the Boy Award, uh, but right now it's greatest sum of all parts. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate for the deepest player mechanical hooks. Kingdom Death Monster for its best use of reductive design. Donut County for its biggest personality. Dusk for best built off of its roots. Enter the Gungeon for most depth. Shadow of the Colossus for best emotional hook. Nog for most emotionally engaging. Part-time UFO for simplest design taken to its extremes. Monster Hunter World for best retooled and rebooted. Thank you, Alex. And for my top 10, I have Enter the Gungeon for Hardest Core, Marvel Spider-Man for Most Heroic, WarioWare Gold, Best Antics, Mario Tennis Asus, Most Tactical, Shadow of the Colossus, Most Majestic, Burnout Paradise Remastered for Greatest Sense of Speed, God of War for Greatest Redemption, Super Hot for Most Innovative, Mini Metro for most perfectionistic, and Thomas was alone for most poignant. People talking out there. All right. Um. So that is everyone's top ten. <laughs> Going down the list, let's read them all again. We have here: Burnout Paradise Remastered, Dobotone, Donut County, Dusk, Enter the Gungeon, Florence, Fugal, Nog. God of War, Kira Blaster, Kingdom Death Monster, Mario Tennis Aces, Marvel Spider-Man, Mini Metro, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, and Monster Hunt- and Monster Hunter World, Overwhelm, Part-Time UFO, Shadow of the Colossus, Slaves to Armok, God of Blood, Chapter 2, Dwarf Fortress, <laughs> Super Hot, Thomas Was Alone, Thumper, Warrior Wear Gold, Witch Way, and Zone of the Enders, The Second Runner, Mars. That's it. That's the list. 26 great games. Yes. Well, we'll see. We'll see. There's at least <laughs> 10 great games in here. Um, Let it be known that even though we will be picking 10, these are still personal greatest games played. Yes. This is all. This is all. These are all good games. Right. But this is all. I opinion. played but good only games 10 this will year. Win. <laughs> Say what? I played good games this year. So uh, we'll see. We get into that. All right, so to start things off, this is kind of how we, we we start the selection process. Um, we will go around the room uh, and ask each person to cut a game. Um, the game that will be cut, if anyone has any kind of final words to say on it, if we all agree it should be cut, uh, we'll speak on it. Um, I ask that you guys not cut games that are only on your own list just for sake of entertainment. And bloodshed. <laughs> and if someone contests a game to not yet be cut, you gotta pick a different game. You gotta pick a different game. Um until until we get down to the bone. We gotta we gotta we gotta find the fat. We gotta cut the fat before we cut the meat. And we gotta cut the meat before we get to the bone. And after the bone, I guess marrow. And then and then this. dessert. <laughs> <laughs> So, Alex, what, what do we have in terms of potatoes? Uh, no one. sides. Damn. Sorry. All right. Okay. What's up? Uh, we're a main course meal only, <laughs> um, despite the fact that we just recorded Ooh. fifty minutes on God of War. <laughs> we're on that <laughs> Peter. What's the that uh, Griffin? YouTube, the Peter the Griffin diet. YouTube dickhead dude. What? Peter, uh, the epic mealtime guy? 
No, no. the dude that's like really terrible. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Peter, the like... It, it's Joe Rogan. The alt-right. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Joe Rogan adjacent. <laughs> okay. This Peter is the guy that's Jordan like... Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson, that's it. it. Okay. The Jordan Peterson diet. Okay. He just eats meat, I guess. Really? Yeah. He's a weird old dude. He's a uh, super weird old dude. All right, well, <laughs> Alex, why don't you cut the first game? All right. Let's, uh, let's, um, uh, hmm, 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 hmm. Let's get right to it. Uh, man, there's so many good options Pick here. Pick a game! <laughs> uh, Mario Tennis Aces Aww. by no means deserves to be on this Whoa, list. Whoa, hold on. All right, all right. Sorry. All right, I'll step up the plate. By some means. <laughs> Mario Tennis Aces is a game all about lowering your guard. And and overwhelming your expectations, it it should only be an. Look, he's o- already trying to like take yeah, overwhelm spot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a gun. What I got a gun for? Right, well, right. it 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 should only be an okay Mario sports game. It is so much more than that. When you get down to the multiplayer, it is about it is about positioning. It is about uh, a movement. It is about using the the wide variety of skill sets. The single player, single player is garbage. Let's just ignore a single player. <laughs> multiplayer. Right, so half the game is already right, off. Ma- right. The multiplayer <laughs> is amazing. It this, is. It is. You. You. You have to know. You have to. You have to. It's all about thinking three moves ahead and strategically. You have to. You have to see the other player and see what can they do. What would I do if I was in their position? And then one step removed from that, what if? What would they do if they knew? That I knew what they would do. I think Dylan just right. learned about sports. So, so let <laughs> but me. But it's good sports. Like <laughs> they finally did sports right. Sorry, I don't mean to take away your opening argument. Are you are you done? I suppose. <laughs> okay. Here is why I say Mario Tennis Aces is just meh. It's Nintendo. We know Nintendo is capable of creating great games. I'm sure Mario Tennis Aces is a great game. However. I don't think it anywhere near encapsulates the potential of what Nintendo is capable of designing and creating. It's literally just a sports game with Mario characters. I mean, there's more it to is, it. It is not literally right, just fair, a sports game right. as soon as with Mario that, characters. As soon as I said that, sure, there's more to it than just that. But it's not enough to make it anything super special. I disagree. I, I There's just someone else can make a tennis game and it would be and like with the same mechanics and it would be just as good. Sure. But that 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 but they it, didn't. That's a that they that's not an argument. You can't be like well, how I many just feel tennis like Mario, games have you played? Like how many? Uh, I played the N sixty four one, which is not memorable to me. I guess when they're when they're on their game, Mario like side games are incredible. Double Dash, um, Mario Kart eight. You already had me cut Mario Kart eight Deluxe last year, Alex. God yeah. damn you! Like <laughs> I'm just saying, like look, this thing might not make. The final cut. There's some. There's some other games that deserve you think to be something cut. Something else should come first. There's. There. I'm looking at this list. There's some other games that that can be cut, even from my own list, that could be cut before Mario Tennis Aces. All right, let's go Burnout Paradise. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Burnout Paradise is an amazing game. I missed the Burnout the strategy series. worked. <laughs> we oh, okay. Okay. All right. So we're cutting Burnout. Burnout Paradise is a great game. I'm glad I finally got to play it. I'm glad they remastered it. I hope there's more burnout games on the horizon. 
but there are other games. There are other games to be had. Mm. Okay. So yeah, we'll cut it. All I'll right. cut it right now. Dang. Dang. That cool. Adios. Well. Mm. Uh I feel like we're picking on you at this point. Wait, but you're not even looking at your phone. You already yeah, have something I already know. up. <laughs> yeah, it's mini Metro. Yeah, okay. We cut it last year. But I just wanted to give <laughs> it, it its good. due from my perspective. Mm-hmm. It was really weird, right? So, like, I make a big deal about making sure we talk about every game that we play this year gets its due. Sometimes yeah. we play a game, like, between weeks, and we don't get a chance to talk about it, and then we forget about it, but we, like, felt really strongly about it. This is a game I picked up, like in the winter, like immediately after we finished recording everything. I think the most I talked about it was with Becca Seltzman at PAX South. And I talked about it a lot on the recording that I fucked up with Mike Odom, Momen Khan, and, and Emily. Mm. Um, it's just a really fun game. I mean, I didn't know I was going to kind of fall for it, but it no, it's right. it's a fun little management game. I think you're right. And then it's it's a very brilliant testament to minimalism in puzzle design and and how well it gets away with that. I mean, it's like one of the six games that never leaves my phone. It's also an ADD torture device. Yeah, I think yes. I think or OCD what, what torture gets it device. to me is it's like it's a nice example of minimalism in puzzle games, but it's not really a puzzle game because it's a there isn't a solution. Yeah, right. It's, it's a just, balancing act. Yeah, it's a bit more of an arcade kind of endless high score thing, really. I guess. If this were purely based on design, it would have been top 10 in a pinch. I just, I kind of wish I played it earlier. I think I could have helped defend Sam mm. more with it, but maybe it still wouldn't have been top 10. I mean, there are other games that deserve to be on last year's top 10 that didn't make any universal <laughs> paper <clips. laughs> Um Yeah, so it's cut. It's gone. All right. Well, thanks guys for picking on me <laughs> all right sorry that's fine um all right alex i'm just gonna you need to pick one it's either monster hunter it. generations <laughs> ultimate or it's monster hunter world we can't have two i mean my list was in order and i honestly like I, i've had this talk with you guys before right yeah yeah it's, i know i know which way the wind's blowing it's I world just, world's okay. world's gone uh, mm. I don't have any problem dropping it just because I felt like going from World to Generations Ultimate taught me what I missed about Monster Hunter like in that reboot. And I mean, Generations Ultimate just has that classic feel. It really guns for what is core to that series, core to that experience. And uh, World just lost a good bit of that on its way to being a bit more streamlined and more acceptable for a wired audience. Wider audience. So a whiter audience. <laughs> uh, Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm fine with dropping world. Okay, it's gone. Um, Alex, it's back to you. It is back to me. Uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, this is a little weird for me because I don't think I even looked up what this one was. Um, now, now I'm nervous. Surely your argument must stand. <laughs> <laughs> um, what the hell's a Dobatone, Will? Oh, oh man. man. Dobatone's great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. So Will, Julie, and I shared a moment over Dobatone at MAGFest. Aw. Dobatone no, I feel bad. is like a custom arcade cabinet, so already it's super awesome. Yeah. Uh, the controllers are like two little sticks you hold in your hand like uh 
It's like what the Jeopardy contestants use. <laughs> yeah. All right. And they just have typical uh, arcade buttons at the top that you press. And so every it's a multi-game cabinet, and every game is controlled with these two buttons. Uh, so there are a bunch of little fun games on there. It's kind of Wario-wary. It's, yeah. Even in the art style, it's very Wario-wary. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it's very like 10 seconds you're playing this, and then 10 seconds you're playing something else. It's like very ADD, very MTV generation arcade. Um, all the you switch the games via the box, right? So every so there's like huh. big buttons on the box where it's like, all right, next game, and you hit an arrow, and it switches over to the next game. And then there are dials that you can adjust. That's the coolest part. Where you can adjust like the size of the the screen, so like you can um, zoom it way out or zoom it way in. You can mess with the gravity. You can glitch the games. There's like a karate game where it's like all you do is you <laughs> jump and then you kick. So, and the goal is to kick the other players and you get points. And there's also like a score counter on the machine. This is fucking brilliant. Yeah. So you jump and then you kick. But if you turn yeah, the gravity, I don't want to cut this. If you turn the gravity <laughs> way down, you'll like arc <laughs> off the screen and then wrap back around from the other side. And then you'll just happen to hit the guy in the head still. You can like turn that gravity is... way down and you just fly up into the air. And then like a minute later, your dude comes back down. I, yeah, no, no way I'm cutting that. It's perfect. Yeah. It's brilliant. Um, so, like, I mean, you know, you're your your own agent, but I would suggest out of what we have maybe hey, cutting... no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. WarioWare, because they kind of share uh, some elements that... Look, Alex... Might be too crowded for both of look, them, to be honest. He's your devil, I'm your angel. Look, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a big, I'm a big supporter of Dobatone, but you can easily tell by my list that... Dobatone did not make it. WarioWare did. Also, God of War made my list. You you just heard how Will felt about God of War. I mean, I I mean several it. weeks ago when we did that recording. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have no doubt that you'll have my back when it comes to God of War. Also, I don't feel like mixing either of those yet. Um, Ooh, okay. I feel like in but, the argument, when it, if it does come down to those, though, like I'm leaning Dobatone because that sounds fucking brilliant. Like, like pro Dobatone? Probably, yeah. Mm. Um, just just a heads up. Well, and you okay. know how pro WarioWare I am. Yeah. Like, but I didn't put Dobatone. Like, I love Dobatone. Like, and we only played Dobatone for like that one session, and that was it. I mean, it, it was probably a previous MAGFest. Yeah. But that was my only, that was my only experience with, with Dobatone. Um, also, I just feel like we can't keep giving awards to games that we only play at magfest and then never touch again <laughs> i think there's something to be said about repeat play sessions there definitely is something weird about like putting it on a big old top 10 list and then like no one being able to play it unless they go find this cabinet i mean i'm glad we gave black emperor it's due i don't regret that at all yeah. except for it went over universal paper clips but <laughs> uh, i don't think making that a habit is both a good and a bad thing because I think it's 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 we're highlighting stuff that people should be aware about, but it's also I feel like it's showing some sort of bias mm. towards amazing games. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right, Alex, were you gonna cut? Uh, I think Thumper in that sense. Ooh, because I played Thumper and I like Thumper. Thumper's good, but I mean, it didn't hold me any longer than it was just like, wow, that was cool. I, I'll put it down and never touch it again now. Like, just because, mm. like, you know, you kind of get a sense out of it um, in the first three levels. And you say it changes, which is interesting. I might have to go back and try it again now. Um, Did you get to the boss? I mean, yeah, I got to the first one. Okay, cool. Yeah. So. Any 
I mean, Contesting it's, it's an enthralling experience. That's why I've heard. <laughs> it Most is a great experience. Enthralling experience. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I do really like Thumper in the same sense that I also really like Audio Surf, but it was just like a far better, more polished, very true to what it wanted to be Audio Surf. Are you guys big amplitude, frequency fans? Uh, yeah. A little bit. Res. Res is bigger. Res is good. Tempest. Yeah. I like v- Tempest. Vib Rhythm. Yeah, I, don't know. I think I think I would vote t- Thumper off the island. Mm. Tub Thumper. That's pretty rough, but um, you had to work a Chumbawamba reference <laughs> into this. <laughs> Is that where we Every are? Every podcast from now until the end of time, Dylan. You know, I, there there's a part of me that understands that Thumper is like a. It's less of an amazing video game in real life, and more of an amazing video game that you'd see like in a movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, Jesse Pinkman on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> leaning in with like, the racing what wheel. What the hell is that? And so I, I'm, I'm not okay with cutting it, but I understand some things have to be done <laughs> for uh, the good of the group. For the good of the group. I mean, there are some games in your list, Will, that I'm willing to back you up on. I think Thumper might be one of those games if you're willing to go down that that path. But well, so like the whole thing is just for me when I play it. It in it engulfs my entire id. Uh, I'm playing it on a tiny playing Doom at the same time. Tiny little screen. <laughs> I'm playing <laughs> it on a tiny little screen on the toilet, and then suddenly my entire universe is within this crazy warped tunnel. I totally agree with that. Shout out to Will being so comfortable about talking about when and where. Yeah. I make he, bowel he, movements. He, yeah. <laughs> Everybody poops. We've all read that book. Uh, so, but I mean, like, honestly, like, if it doesn't enthrall you in the same way, it's it's hard to come up with an argument. I, I think, think it did, but I just didn't feel like playing it a whole lot more. Like, I feel I was like, just like, man, that was sweet, and then wanted to play other games. I feel like Thumper is going to be my mini Metro next year. Ooh. Or I'm going to pick it up and be like, fuck, we fucked up. <laughs> and then we'll immediately cut it. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So yeah, I mean, if you're fine with it, there's always honorable mentions. There is always there honorable is. mentions, but honorable mentions might be more contested because that's going to be one v one. Yeah, head to head. Well, I mean, Thumper's going to win one v one versus most games. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'd pick Burnout Paradise over Thumper, but I mean, like so many of these games, like uh, like Spider Man, the whole thing is it makes you feel like Spider Man. Yeah, I'm sure it does a little bit, but Thumper. Makes it you feel like you're in transports you entirely. <laughs> like there's just no other universe except Thumper. So I already cut it. That's fine. I okay. mean, it is. It is. I, I do understand that in today's world of games, it's lacking in some content, perhaps. But I mean, we all get to share a eulogy afterwards. So yeah. pour one out <sighs> for Thumper for the thumping. I love you, Thumper. Will. You are again not looking at your phone. I already know. And it's terrifying me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I feel like we're keeping Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate Edition squared. Yeah. Because it's uh, revi- It's 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 not revitalizing anything. No, it's the purest it's, form. It's of- the purest form. But I mean, isn't Dusk that already? Like, well, I've d- two different genres, right? But for the same. 
like if one if one is the purest form of its roots and the other one is the purest form of the, its roots then why are we keep we, we what, the, what are there's we, only I, room okay. in the top you, 10 you, you, no we can't, we, we can't, we can't keep per, having per, alex make sophie's choices with his games all right so what game do you want to cut well i mean i'd cut uh i'd probably cut dusk okay so let me start this off by being perfectly clear that I didn't expect Dusk to make it. Okay. So that's... So it's gone. Hang on. Thank you for that <laughs> award-winning <laughs> argument. All right. Hang on. I want to make it very clear, Blaine though... versus Damrath. I want to make it very clear the difference, I think, the major difference between Dusk and Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Um, MHGU is like, this is Monster Hunter as you know and love it. Here is all of the possible content we could have thrown into a Monster Hunter game to make sure you get your 400, 500, 600 hours out of it. We did so much just to make this the perfect perfect pile of Monster Hunter fun that you could have for as long as bleeding possible. Dusk is, sure, Quake, built from Quake roots, but Dusk evolves it. Dusk isn't so much Quake, but here's some new levels. Dusk is Quake, but we made it faster. Here's a guy in a burlap sack hood. We added more ways for this to be thrilling and engaging. We added like scooting with the whole like like duck and dodging around, and it and it builds off of how to make Quake better. Whereas Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate is just like Monster Hunter, but a lot. You know, I do. It sounds like Dusk is better than. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Maybe that wasn't a great argument. I don't know. Uh, well, let's cut Dusk. <laughs> or stay with me now. What if we cut Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, I mean, it's still the amount. What they did to make all of that content in there is still valid and interesting to me, and still great. Like. That's so great, the, but the is, UI is garbage. Is the next iteration of that just like enslaving a country to make Monster Hunter? It's <laughs> a well, Monster Hunter okay, theme park. Like the content, like we they, need 800 well, no, hours of content. The content's been built on since the very first game. They keep just making new so monsters. So they're just stapling yeah. it on. If you've already right. played Monster Hunter, it's the don't same thing. bother. Yeah. Just move right along. Well, I, okay, God damn it. I'm not. <laughs> there's yet more things that change it up, though. I, I think I didn't explain this well enough back when we had the Monster Hunter episode, I guess. Um, but they added things to each weapon. So like, I explained how each weapon is like a very different way to play the game. Uh, on top of that, in Generations Ultimate, they added styles, which are six different ways to play each weapon that make these 24 weapons. Explain by a very clear UI system. Just... <laughs> just very very well explained yes uh these 20 no 16 weapons times six and suddenly you have whatever that number is like that's how much you can that's how much time you can spend on this game because each weapon takes an inordinate amount of time to master and learn and suddenly you have like a new way to play it in each different scenario so well I guess, okay it's actually more like five styles because the palico doesn't count i fell asleep what were we anyway, talking about i, I think we I'm were talking about cutting the, monster hunter world how you can really monster turn hunter 500 hours of monster hunter into that's 15, only with, with, with each weapon in each place play style right so just multiply that out yeah 
I just think it's a game that for $40, you get so much, and they didn't even have to work on it that hard to get that. And you, that's kind of what blows me away. I thought we were trying to defend Dusk. I'm confused here. I <laughs> are, we, are you comfortable with cutting Dusk? Yeah. Okay. Mm. I, I think Dusk is real good, and it will certainly be in my honorable mentions, but yeah. I like Monster Hunter more than Dusk. Okay. What's well, gone? Okay, is it my turn? It's your turn. I'm up to bat. Sure is. Hmm. Hmm. You remember last year? It <laughs> felt like half the first half was just like, yeah, cut that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a pretty like. It's already pretty down to the wire. Yeah, but we should cut Kuro Blaster. Really? Wow. Yeah. It's well, it's a game you really like. It's like by one of your favorite developers. Yeah. It's like your favorite one of your favorite developers in the second most favorite game of his that you like. Right. It's just like Let me just be very clear about this Dylan. should be one of your favorite developers. Okay, I just haven't played Cave Story. I mean, I don't think like <laughs> I haven't avoided Cave Story. I mean, it's not like it's Dark Souls or anything, but <laughs> I mean, it'd be like if you put Super Mario Brothers 3 on your list. Well, it'd be like if Shigeru Miyamoto was like, "I'm coming out one more to hit Coming another out of, out of the cage. park. And you might be like, you know, it doesn't quite hold up to Super Mario Brothers 3, but damn. Okay. But that's different than... That'd be like if Miyamoto did that 10 years ago, and then he's like, hey, I'm porting it to Switch. And you're like, cool. And you played it again. And I was like, oh, I forgot how good this game is. Yeah, but I, I never really played Kira Blaster anywhere else. You never played it before? No. I was under the impression... I had bought it. <laughs> I bought it for the soundtrack, really. <laughs> so, it's a side. It's it's Defender. It's a side scroller shooter. It's Mega no, it's, Man. It's more like Mega Man, I guess. But okay. you have better, more weapons. And, Not more weapons, but better weapons. And the art style is only okay. The art style is actually really excellent. I think if you look at a few screenshots, it looks kind of janky. Uh, everything's sort of, you know. Pixel is really famous for a, a, a you know using three pixels. quarters view. Uh huh. And th- this is everything full profile. Facing, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's it's a little bewildering at first, but there's a lot of great art in this game. All right. So you still feel pretty strongly. I feel pretty strongly about Kira Blaster. Kira Blaster. Okay. Not only that, but the story is like pretty fantastic. K story is has a pretty great story too. Well, I would hope so. The yeah. Stories in the name. <laughs> Um, all right. How about Fugle? Uh, you know what? Fugle, I'm, I'm, I'm into Fugle. It was an amazing experience. But not that into Fugle. But it's not even really a game. I, (laughs) I regret that I didn't play it at PAX West because they had a booth. And I was like, oh, that looks really cool. And I feel like that would have been a perfect way to play it. They had VR. Ooh. And I didn't get a chance. Yeah. And I don't know. Next year, your list is going to be like Fugle, Thumper. <laughs> Fugle, number one with a bullet. <laughs> Thumper, Kira Blaster, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. That's not happening. I don't that like how you're assuming that Kira Blaster doesn't make it, by the way. <laughs> so Fugle? Yeah. Okay. Adios, Fugle. Yeah. We hardly knew ye. You, you were loving Fugle. Alex. Okay. 
actually, you know, I kind of had this figured out. I'm sorry, Dylan, but I'm just not feeling Spider-Man. Wow. Ooh, here we go. Um, I'm, I'm, okay. So I'm playing through it, and I'm getting a lot of just sort of generic. It's good. I need to stress that it is a good game, because I feel like I, my, my head has been shitting on it the entire time, because every time I play it, I just start to get like immediately bored and like I don't want to play it. Like my brain is automatically tuning into something else would be more fun right now. Let's pull this out. Okay. Like let's let's pretend everyone's raving about a game and it's this great open world game, but you're not really feeling it for X, Y, or Z reasons. And maybe it's just because like maybe like the style of game has been overdone, or maybe it's like it's it's reinventing some things, or it's just a really good version of that thing. Um, but you're just not feeling it. What I'm saying is, maybe this is how Will felt all last year about <laughs> Breath of the Wild and what a lot of people feel about Horizon Zero Dawn, where it's just a very good version of one of those games. Um, I don't know. I really enjoyed Spider-Man. I I think I'm enjoying... So I think like my top three things about Spider-Man are like the swinging's awesome. I want a game that's just the swinging mechanics. The combat is pretty okay. It doesn't hold your hand as much as I thought, like, you know, the right. Batman games did or the Mordor games did. Similar to God of War, there's some things that you need to wrap your head around. Like, right. it's very focused on, like, you have to hold down buttons to, like, initiate attacks. In my earlier hours, I was dying a whole lot more often than I thought I would. I was like, hmm, I actually have to think about this. So that's why yeah. you should have knocked it down to the easiest difficulty, which is why I always do in every <laughs> game ever, because well, that's the only way to play video games done oh, i'm learning on normal and i'm feeling like i'm getting and that's the sensation i love in video games is feeling like i'm accomplishing more through myself and not just through the game telling me like you got some tokens dude good job uh so <laughs> good job little buddy yeah uh so i don't know i'm keeping it at normal okay right. what's it called what's the because it's like amazing ultimate i didn't even pay attention they name the difficulty names are like the the superlatives over the spider-man comic books mm. right. and then just below the combat is the story so far is pretty good and then it's got like everything else where i have to go to towers to unlock new areas that's the of thing map. that gets me is like so as as an outsider looking in this game intrigues me in a lot of ways but it also has an insane amount of red flags I mean, is but is using towers to unlock the map that big of a red flag? I agree yeah. that like it's like I'm playing Red Dead Redemption right now, Red Dead Redemption Two, and like you discover parts of the map just by walking through it, and then it fills right. in the map, mm. which like cool. And I feel like Spider Man I could have done without the tower system, but something like Breath of the Wild, the tower system is actually very handy. It felt very pivotal and very built into the experience, yeah, because, and I liked that because getting to the towers themselves is actually a challenge and climbing the tower is sometimes a challenge and then once you're on top of it it gives you such a nice vantage point to work with for because like high high points in breath of the wild are valuable they're a key like currency practically in that game you need high points so and here's in where spider-man I, you just get them by yeah here's up a where building. i am with that like in breath of the wild i see that it uh that it fits within the gameplay and right. within the mechanics there's joy in that exploration I didn't really like them. I felt like it could have done better with uh, other tall set pieces rather sure. than just saying like Fair these Here's a tower. towers pop right. up. Right. Uh, so Eagle I'm, dive. Leap of faith. I, I just have like open world fatigue where it's just like this like 
Far Cry type base takeover thing, these Ubisoft towers, and now they just have to be in every game, and it's like real obnoxious. And in Spider-Man, that seems to be a pillar that's like supporting nothing except for this concept that like Peter Parker is helping this like terrible police state. Right. <laughs> so that, that later becomes a military state. Right. Yeah. It's, so I mean, like it just seems like there's stuff that like I understand when you have to put a mechanic into your game to support another pillar, even if that mechanic is not beloved. But you like, think this isn't really supporting? It's a support right. column it's with right. nothing overhead. It was just like there was somebody in there, the product design team, saying like, "Needs towers, needs collectibles." That's how character. That's how players know to fill out a map. That's. I the still one. enjoy doing also, a lot of the 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 collection stuff, in, playing, and I'm not enjoying that. Like you're that, playing Spider Man, and he's already been Spider Man. Like for a he while. knows the city. Like, so yeah, like I've been to New York like three or four times, and I can find my way around fine. So. Yeah. I got a phone. He's yeah. got a phone. Come right. on. Yeah. There's, so. there's no reason for this. And it, and it was just kind of jarring and annoying. And I, I don't know. I guess I put that at the bottom of my things that I, right. about Spider-Man. And then like sort of in between the story and that, there's stuff like, I don't know, the 17 types of tokens you need to build upgrades. And I'm just so at a loss whenever I open that menu and see like, here's all of the that's things That's funny because that's collect. how I felt about God of War. I was like, I don't know what's happening. There's a skill tree in one menu. There's another another thing in a sub menu. The skill yeah, tree. Yeah, I say axe both. The, yeah, okay, fair. But I would say that, I don't know. The skill tree was just numbers. All you needed was a number for that. Yeah, but it was still confusing, and it it just wasn't plainly laid out. Like I agree. Like maybe the the token stuff is a little overdone in Spider Man, and it's like, oh, I could get this cool upgrade. Oh, I need challenge tokens. How do I get the challenge tokens again? Okay, I do this subset of missions or subset of side activities. And I get it. I, I just I keep getting I'm I'm starting it and I'm already feeling like that open world fatigue where I'm swinging I'm enjoying myself and it's like now you gotta go do this thing and I'm like but I'd rather just do this and it's like you gotta I just think go there's there's value in in these licensed properties coming back to games and being done well yeah I think I like it's, it's a very it's a, it's well a, made game it's a good Spider Man game like it's yeah. a well I think there's a lot told, of value in this game there's yes. a well told version of Spider Man like in the way they incorporate Miles Morales and and also they ground like so removing the military police state stuff which I is a big kind of a big flaw like in in today's society like kind of an issue but they still ground Peter in such a great way like the things that make Peter Parker and Spider-Man so interesting is how he has to juggle being like he's not Iron Man right he can't just like brush all of his problems away with money like he's not any one of these other figures He's just a kid that works some. He he does the civil service that he can't be recognized for and can't be paid for because he wants to maintain anonymity. And they they incorporate that stuff really well into the game. Like he gets kicked out of his house or his apartment. You know he gets um, he loses all of his stuff. He's sleeping on a, a bed in the in the you know homeless shelter that Aunt May runs. Um, they do some very. Uh, permanent lasting changes at the end of the game mm-hmm. for whatever sequel they'll do that's actually like pretty for lack of a better word brave for for them to do like they 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 do some stuff that you wouldn't see coming because you have this mythos of what spider-man is and like these are the pillars of spider-man and they can't change and they change some of them and you're like oh shit what what do, i don't even know what spider-man is now because 
this thing that I thought was core to his identity is now not there. Interesting. Right. And how 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 does how does Peter Parker move forward? And how does Miles Morales work, move forward? And how does Mary Jane move forward? Um, and obviously, I'm talking more about the the story stuff. And to me, games are always like it's an excuse to experience a story through a new venue. Um, so it's not a very good defensive open world fatigue. But I also d- haven't really felt open world fatigue because um, I usually feel fatigue through other means. Like I felt fatigue from Horizon because I thought the the setup was kind of boring and, yeah. and a little gratuitous. Um, not because oh I've played enough open worlds. So I would like to keep it on for at least a little while longer. It may not. It may not stay. As I say it. I feel like there are some other games I'd feel more strongly about staying, but I think it does. It deserves, it deserves some recognition. Okay, that's valid. Okay, uh, Thomas was alone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that. So I mean, <laughs> well, I got to pick a new game now. Yeah. <laughs> it's had its time to shine. Sure. It's, it's been around for a little while. Sure. I it's mean, just a game. That's that not I, a valid argument, but I mean, like, it's also it's a game that I haven't. Well, I mean, it's the same game I had for Cure Blaster, but. Um, it's a game that I never got a chance to play. Um, obviously Mike Bithell is a very prominent figure in the indie space. I also think he's definitely surpassed it by now. Like, sure. I, and also, his... I, pl- I mean, I played a little bit of Subsurface Circular. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm liking it so far. I haven't played Volume. I own it. I haven't played it yet. Oh, I need to play that too. But the combination of being able to sit down and talk to him about this game and also playing the game and kind of going through his, his process of all of that, I think it's... It, it it it's one of those games where people in the big mesh of games where people started taking story a little bit more seriously and like re reconsidering what stories in games were like and they weren't just like set piece cutscene, set piece cutscene, set piece cutscene. They could be more than that and they could be they could take different forms. And in this case it's a bunch of rectangles that represent different aspects, different artificial intelligences that are inside of a computer system and they're trying to escape and find humanity and, and live some other life. And they all have these different personalities, but the personalities are also aspects of uh, their mechanical functions. So some of them can't jump and some of them can squish and shrink and some of them can float on water and some of them can't. And it's all this very, you know, intelligently designed thing. Mm-hmm. And I think, I also think Mike's very interested in the kind of intersection of humanity and, and technology because most of the games are about that. Yeah. Um, it's a valid game. Very, right. And, very good. Very and solid. I'm okay with cutting it. Okay. But I just, I think that game did something for me in its conclusion the same way Gone Home or Dear Esther or these other types of games did something for me where you're just like, I feel this 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 thing because it's so poignant and that's why I gave it that that uh, superlative I, I I don't it's just um, it's just raw emotion but it's not like catharsis it's just like like I remember playing the end of Dear Esther and just crying not fully understanding why I just but it's just because I witnessed the fullness of this person's life or like the point in time that they were the character was living their life and for some reason that was just it just tore open something inside of me that, that I, sounds way better than Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, if we want to cut <laughs> Spider-Man and keep Thomas alone, 
Oh. You're making a real strong argument for it. It sounds like it has uh, a lot going for it mechanically, narratively. Well, let's also recognize let's let's recognize Will's indie bias. His, That's true. I mean, I, I won't deny that indie bias that he never fully like <laughs> comes to terms with. Well, I mean, it's just it's just when it comes to uh, a product in general, not just video games, but like a table. I like the table to do one function really well. I don't need a table to have like built-in like uh, cup holders. Yeah, cup holders and like light oh, switches snap, and like Bluetooth connections to sync my contacts. If the, t- if the table had cup holders, you would never spill a drink because it would just always be on the yeah. side. So anyway, <laughs> I understand. I, know, I think I need this table with cup holders now. I think I recognize that. But my perspective, and this isn't a judgment on like how you consume games, but I'm always of the of the opinion like I just need to, I want to have a broad palette. That's understandable. Yeah. And I want to be able to speak to multiple different things, things I could never possibly, like talking to Mike Bithell, he, um, he mostly plays AAA games. Mm-hmm. Like when we were talking, I was like, what are, you, what are you playing? He's like, oh, I'm playing Far Cry 5. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, what do you think of that? And he's like, yeah, give me his impressions. Right. But it wasn't like, I'm playing, you know, this Twine game or I'm right. playing, you know, this weird, obscure indie game. Like, the guy, you know, used to work, oh, I forget the name of the studio he worked at, but he worked at the one of the studios that made, like, licensed, like, Nickelodeon games. Mm-hmm. And so I think he will always have kind of a foot in triple a and like the that that larger aspect of games and less so the indie stuff i think right. he's a huge inspiration for the indie stuff but like so for me i always want to have that broad palette to be able to speak to a lot of stuff because you know i'm sure mike and other illustrious indie devs have to grapple with the fact that they'll never make a large triple a game because it's just beyond their means or resources unless they want to be enveloped within that machine right so i think there's there's value in that but i mean maybe i am making a better argument for i just feel i feel like there are triple a games i mean like god of war for instance has a lot of rpg stuff tacked on right but it sounds like it tries to support that stuff with like engaging combat like i enjoy the combat in spider-man too Right. I mean, that's one of the things that really intrigues me about it. That and that it's an open world game that I can finish in 20 hours are both things that are really interesting. But when you throw in the towers and the collectibles and all this stuff, it just seems like kind of a slog. Which is why God of War's like open world, quote unquote, is funny because it feels like a gotcha. It's like this is an open world. Like I'm not it's not some sprawling landscape like. And you never feel like super encouraged to do that stuff like you do in Spider-Man. Right. It's like the entire map of God of War is probably like two square miles. Like mm-hmm. it feels very, not even small. It just feels like at uh, rigid. It feels like, like I said, you're kind of like carving this path through a valley. And so like right. you're just blocked on either side by like. Yeah. Very ins- video gamey. Insurmountable mountains. Yeah. Yeah. I um, really enjoy that though. Yeah. yeah I, no, I've always it, felt it, like open world would do a lot better with like smaller spaces it works well it yeah. works well for god of war um i don't know man pick a third game <laughs> what i don't <laughs> know what to, i don't know what to do yeah i don't know i don't know how to feel because like spider-man's writing all right super hot okay oh come on you gotta pick yeah, another yeah. game again 
<laughs> Super Hot is a great game. I'm glad I finally got to play it. Also, we had uh, we talked about that one a lot last year. Sure, but I um, I had not I had not experienced it yet. Okay, I knew of it from a intellectual standpoint. It's a good game. It is a very good game. Isn't there like super hot references and a bunch of other like super hot in Gungeon and super hot in Strafe and ask um ask Austin Walker about super hot and what the golf. Okay, because I explained it to him very. I attempted to explain to Austin how that works. Then didn't work out so well. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's people love Super Hot. Oh um, yeah, Callum Underwood, friend of the show, mm-hmm. also works on the Super Hot team as like um, oh no kidding external resource. And he has a thank you in the in the credits of Super Hot. How many times has Super Hot been on the best games? Was it on last list? year? I thought it was. was we it? had super. Yeah, we had super hot VR. Oh right, Sam put super hot right. VR. So that'd be this would be the third year. Yeah, <laughs> all three years it has been <laughs> on this list. I think what kind of cinched it for me was playing it with Alex uh, Rice at GDC. I'd go to GDC. I'd be in Moscone all day, and I'd come home, and he's like, "We'll play another level of super hot." I was like, "Sure," and we would pass the controller back and forth. It was very. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is tied to it partially. But it's still a, a very, very good game. Yeah. But we're I yeah. I think being I on think, this list so many times is really right. an indictment of how shitty it is. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk, do you guys want my super hot hot take? My super hot take? Yeah. Oh, Give me your super hot take. <laughs> I think the story the game is amazing. The story is so far up its own ass that uh, I can't enjoy it. I mean it's like Oh, like, oh, do you like playing video games, nerd? And like, <laughs> yeah, it's also kind of yeah. a little too memey for me, man. Yeah, like, like Spec Ops me. does that way better. Okay, yeah. I haven't played Spec Ops, so okay, see it on the list next year. <laughs> I finally play Spec Ops. I played like two, three hours of it, but I didn't find the time to sink my teeth into it. Good. But super hot, it's gone. Cool, you did it, Alex. Woo! Now I'm gonna I go f- back to defending Spider Man for and to Will. <laughs> Uh, well, you don't have to quite yet, because I would like to cut Warrior Wear Gold. Fuck! Wow. All right, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna Are you be feeling re- the pressure, Dylan? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real. <laughs> let's 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 calcify it. All right. Okay. Let's galvanize it. All right. I'm gonna give you a ranking. I'm gonna say Mario Tennis, and then Warrior Wear. And then Thomas was alone, and then Spider Man. Wow, top to bottom. That's an interesting list. All right, well, let's go ahead and get rid of Spider Man. Fine. <laughs> oh wow. Oh, now I feel bad. <laughs> I'm really. I'm, I mean, there's a part of me that's like, "Fuck yeah, Wario <laughs> beat Spider Man." <laughs> Wait, Spider Man even? Oh, it's Marvel Spider Man. I was like, why isn't it under S? All right. It's gone. God, I feel so bad. We're gonna be murdered. I'm really <laughs> sorry, Trey. <laughs> how many? Wait, how many games are we at right now? How many games are Left? safe so far? There yeah. are no safe games. I mean, I mean, yeah, uncut, uncut. Uh, eighteen. Oh my god. <laughs> is it my turn? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, I mean. 
Look, w- let's talk about Zone of the Enders, Will. Okay. Let's talk about it. It's, uh, it's a Kojima game, so we know it's bad. Well, we know it's a great game. Mm. Uh, I feel like it is good, but maybe not good enough. Really? What, yeah. what, what, what would... Uh, what? What shortfalls does it have? Uh, cockpits you? is the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> All right, I think, I think just by being a Kojima game, it kind of sets itself up for failure. Just so you're saying so many other things have it's, improved upon what it tries to do, despite Kojima bringing his his brand to it and flavoring it in a sense that it's so much better than other games of its type. I also feel like most Metal Gears will have... I literally know nothing about this game outside of it's a mech game. Don't know how it plays. Don't know what the perspective is. Don't know how it feels. Don't know what the the story is. Know nothing. But my choices were this or which way, and I like which way's art, so... (laughs) (laughs) uh, This is a black box to me. You're a a mech guy, Alex. Yeah. Uh, A mecha, please. What mecha games play better than this virtual on definitely i was gonna say virtual on Uh, he knows that's wrong i don't i (laughs) i think virtual on by way of immersing itself within like you're actually feeling like you're in a cockpit just it's it's presentation it's controls how it's all laid out automatically feels cooler uh i like um I like the Mega Salt games just by way Mechasalt, of, yeah, of them you, attempting you guys... to be a simulator. Wait, am I think is it Mega Salt or Mech Warrior? Mech War, Mech War. Is that the console one? What's the one's one that's subtitled? I hate lone, this. Lone I doesn't matter because don't both of them are trash compared to Zone of the Enders. Too. God damn it! Um, <laughs> well, we're not comparing Zone of the Enders two to all the other Mech games in existence. We're comparing Zone of the Enders to everything else on this list. Right. So right. what I'm asking is like. Alex, what's up with this like sudden betrayal of this mecha? Heel turn. Oh. <laughs> I mean, okay. You call yourself a mecha fan and you're like, uh, Nog's better than Zone of the Enders 2. Wow. I mean, I'd be willing to go down that path. I think Nog is better than Zone of the Enders 2 because at least I know what Nog looks like. Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up a photo of Zone of the Enders. Zone of the Enders, the second runner. Um, um, <laughs> I like Zone of the Enders. All these screenshots are just pictures of the mechs. There's no gameplay. So that's already like it's not a, a good it's sign. It's a third so person. What mech Dylan porn? is saying is that he has opinions on a game that he hasn't even seen gameplay of. I I like Zone of the Enders. I'm not sure if I can see it lasting to the top 10. This art style is actually, I like this. It's all right. It's really great. It is good. So and I'm going to be 100% honest and I'm going to say the narrative, while it's a really great narrative, is delivered really poorly the uh anime scenes yeah you told yeah you said they were low res give me a synopsis what what's the what's the what's the plot what's the haps the plot is that there is a uh an army that is bearing down on mars the protagonist uh used to be a part of that army is no longer and is now part of the mars army no, he's part of neither army. But he he's used to be- trying to just live a normal life. Okay. And he stumbles on a mech, and now the Mars army wants him dead. Okay. The Mars army. The Mars army. Well, it's it's really crazy. There's a lot of great, like, uh, sort of double crossing and betrayals going on. Is it the, like that 
Heidi anime style where it's a lot of like sweeping shots and people leading grand like armies over large swaths is there a lot of people holding their hands behind their back and purveying a a there, a there battlefield but there is okay uh it, it's it i think it handles war better than most games um especially games about war but uh, like there, the 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 concept is that this main protagonist was left to die, uh, and he understands that his nation, that his commanding officer, sacrificed him and his friends to basically meet their goals, and that sort of like uh, it's a Pink Floyd song about this. Yeah, so so it's like. <laughs> It kind of like churns in him for the entire game. And there's a really great point in the game where he's leading another force through to like, you know, the final weapon or whatever. And he's just like, I'm not going to lose another one of my friends in war. And then this, this set piece starts where it's just this enormous battlefield that on a PlayStation two was just covered with enemies. Like, in a way that you really don't see in games even now like, like flat planes i mean it, marching towards you i mean it was literally like just like this giant flat plane but i'm saying with, like paper cut out enemies yeah i know like it was just like i mean a lot of mech anime too will just hand wave this by like showing space and then showing lots of explosions and laser beams okay but this was just like a real legit battle like it felt like the uh battle of the bastards in uh, game, of game of thrones where you're just like this is immediately overwhelming i can now see why war is bad because like it's not about just being like pew, pew, i'm fighting the bad guys it's like this like churning of people and it's just terrible this mech being trampled by a bunch of other mechs and yeah like, and i mean like basically you have like a dozen friends on the field and you, it hits you that like the, immediately after your character's just like, I'm not going to lose another friend in battle. He's going to like, lose a friend. You're going to lose a lot of these friends. Okay. And so it, it just has a lot of great, uh, and that's why I say it's a great space opera because it, it really shows a lot of good uh, portrayals of human nature. Okay. Okay. So what about which way? <laughs> Which way I think is an amazing game. Uh, the amount of polish in that game is really great. I am recognizing that like this is mostly me being a creator looking at this and saying like, "Wow, a plus." It's a very beautiful game. Um, but yeah, I don't. If it if it's down to the wire, I don't see it making the top ten. We'll cut which way then. But damn, great job, y'all. <laughs> Who worked on it again? I don't know. Oh, good job. I, I didn't recognize mm-hmm. their names. I didn't Nameless devs. It. Is this entire thing just going to be us rope-a-doping one another? Being like, how do you feel about this game? Greatest game of yeah, all we, time. We've okay. really so, nailed down yeah. our strategy <laughs> this yeah, year. Good. <laughs> oh, so you're saying you'd rather me cut this game <laughs> than the first game. All right. Oh god. Alex. Is it my turn? Oh geez. Okie dokie. Uh da, 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 da. This is gonna be a fucking weird ass list. 
This is going to be a little weird. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Let me let me cover let let's let me cover what's what's still on the board. Um, right now, we have still in the running seventeen games: Dobotone, Donut County, Enter the Gungeon, Florence, Nog, God of War, Kira Blaster, Kingdom Death Monster, Mario Tennis Aces, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, Overwhelm, Part Time UFO, Shadow of the Colossus, Slaves to Armok, God of Blood Chapter Two, Dwarf Fortress. Thomas was alone. Warrior wear gold. Zone of the Enders. The second runner. Mars. That's what we're looking at. I think Florence. I disagree. Yeah, I mean, this is the only game I agree with Will. If I was like, I, if I had a eleven or fifteen numbered list, mm-hmm. Florence is on there. And and like a big reason it's on there is because like I'm usually not the standing up for narrative person. Um, because I can't read. But Florence <laughs> just nails the delivery of this. It's narrative. very good. Would you? Do you want mm. us to spoil it, Alex? Do you I, care? I probably should play it. It. You should play it. Yeah. The, the 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 theme of the game is no matter what happens. Or this is how I interpret it. No matter what happens, you still need to live your life, and you mm. still like you're going to have highs and you're going to have lows, and despite all that. There's still another day. There's still time to realize your dreams. That you shouldn't sacrifice your happiness or your 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 life to make other people happy. Because at the end of the day, you need to be happy with yourself and you need to be happy with what you've created. And you need to be happy. That's why that's why I took from it. I mean other people might read it as as a tragedy. Yeah. Well, what's great about it is the epilogue, I think. Right. What comes after. Yeah. Most most tellings Thor of this up. story. He's would... got a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? But it's just a dream. This is what Florence shouts at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to break so, your... Yeah, yeah. I, I do. I, I feel like uh, both in its... Both the narrative and the way it's delivered are right. just... Pretty flawless, I feel. When like. Florence is uncomfortable speaking, it, her speech balloons broken into a bunch of different puzzle pieces. They have to piece together. When she becomes more comfortable, they're larger puzzle pieces. Yeah. And there's less of them. Um, Which I mean, like mechanically, I don't think could be done better. I feel like. I right. mean, I'm sure that somebody eventually will, but I think this game would have been well. Okay. I think I think this product, if it were pitched as a motion comic, would be terrible. <laughs> Yes. Because I hate motion comics. But because it's a game with a comic book aesthetic, right? a sequential art aesthetic. Well, I mean, I think it basically puts a nail in the coffin of motion comics. Like, there's no reason for motion comics to exist in a world in which Florence was already created. Especially motion comics that still somehow subscribe to 16 by 9 or, like, the dimensions of a comic page. Right. And you have to scroll around and... Well, Florence is murdering comicsology, is what we're saying. <laughs> okay, die comics, die. I guess uh, I would, as a backup, go with Dwarf Fortress. You know, I had a really remarkable experience with Dwarf Fortress uh, that I don't think any other game could ever match. But I don't. I do kind of feel like that experience isn't as valuable as other experiences. 
Well, I mean, you said best water cooler moments. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's one of those games where it's like you just have these little one-off encounters. Right. And they're hilarious, and you love talking about them. I mean, I've had that with multiple... I mean, I have plenty of that with, with Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you fucking fall off your horse like it's made of, like, butter. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. Butter horse. I, I would have liked to see have seen a longer arc with Dwarf Fortress. Yeah, I, I would have loved to have seen like, oh, Dwarf Fortress is the only game I'm playing this year, and like, and this is what's happening, and this is that where my kingdom might going. be in the cards for the future. To be honest, but like, a big problem with Dwarf Fortress is like, I didn't play for two weeks, and then I thought about playing again, and I was like, I'm gonna have to watch two hours of guide videos again <laughs> to play. So, uh, I'm, I'm all right with Dwarf Fortress getting the cut. Please, Slaves to Armot, God of Blood, Chapter 2, Dwarf Fortress. And you, you, as it's been shown, I haven't even memorized the name. (laughs) Well, I'm looking at it, so. (laughs) All right. We now have 17 games. Mm. No, 16 games left on the board. All right. That's it. William. Hmm. (laughs) It's getting pretty rough. Um, Oh, I flipped upside down. Let me do... Descending alphabetical. Ah, uh, thank you. Yeah. Um. I might. Mm, uh, this is really tough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <sighs> there's some fat. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think I've been picked on all that much. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Indirectly. Yeah, I mean, like. I have a lot of love for Donut County, but I don't really. I, I was th- I was I'm shaking my head over here because the one game I was like I will go to to bat for. For for Alex is Donut County. <laughs> I, but why is it not on your list? Because I haven't played enough of it. Okay. Donut I've... County was like an amazing find at Pack South for me. Right. Like. One of the most, I was raving about it. Like, if you go back and listen to the Pin Gems panel and the episode immediately after that, like, just raving about how great Donut County is. It's it's charming. It's cute. It's hilarious. But, like... It's full of love. Ben wasn't done making the game. So, right. I didn't mm. get to see it to completion. And there's too many goddamn games coming out. I, like, just... I'm, st- I'm still... I started on Red Dead Redemption. I haven't gone back to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Fallout 76 is coming out next month. I'm just, I'm frayed, Will. I'm frayed. I bought Windjammers on Switch for some reason. I bought Minute the other week. I don't know what I'm doing. My life is falling apart. And all I have is this podcast and Donut County. The point is, just get Donut County out of that list and make your life a little bit better. Yeah. I think adding Donut County, because Donut County won't take you more than an evening to finish. No, I meant just don't bother with it. No. No, so That's like how Will lives his life. I Damn played it. a lot of it. I played uh, not a lot of it, but I played a few levels, and I was pleasantly surprised with the depth of the mechanics. But I will say that part-time UFO has more depth in its mechanics, and is a more fun experience. You for know, me. you're absolutely right. Now I think about it. God damn you! <laughs> <laughs> I love Donut County. It was so lovingly put together. Very thoughtful very pure i mean and and seriously so much of it made me laugh i was okay with i was i was already not okay with part-time ufo 
making it to the top 10. I'm even less okay with it kicking out Donut County. Dude, I, <laughs> he's not wrong, though. Yeah. No, he is. Donut? Because I have tried to play part-time UFO multiple on multiple occasions. Being unable to get over the controls of part-time it's UFO? Not the, it's not the controls. It's just not that interesting. It's the crane game. It's way more interesting than yeah, that. There's a lot more going on than just yeah. the crane game. I think Donut County is more donut lo- county is lovingly. essentially a crane game no it's not it's a it's a pac-man it's I don't a know. crane it's... game without the crane look no look it's yeah i'm not we're not doing this look <laughs> no i'm just telling them how i see them i think I, in a perfect world we wouldn't lose either i think <laughs> if it comes in down a perfect to it, world monster hunter generations also been still wouldn't be on this list <laughs> when do we get to lock in games by the way <laughs> well we still got some cut fat the cut all right i i i think if it came down to part-time ufo versus donut county obviously part-time ufo is the smarter option yep it just it knew how to use its mechanic in clever and interesting ways and donut county did too yeah it adapts the whole right right like the whole evolves it does a lot of cool things with it but part-time ufo does even more and I, I think without even like, because Donut County, its adaptation was just like, okay, we added so you can now click the mouse to make things bounce out of the hole. Whereas Part Time UFO doesn't do anything like that. You always keep just the joystick and the button, and all you do is drop and like lower your crane and raise your crane and drag things around. And yet it still does more interesting things with just that, as opposed to trying to add new mechanics in the middle of the game. That I think is commendable. That I think is brilliant. I don't know why. Donut County's still really good, though. <laughs> I would, yeah. Like, <laughs> like how? I about- mean, okay. I'm I'm of the opinion that the remaining games seem like they're all really great games. Um, Let's get that out of the way. Mm, mm, I know what you're going for, Dylan. I know what you want to have happen. Uh, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> I, I, it's just I just feel like when I look at these games, the one that stands out as. Uh, Something that gotta go. I'd say Donut County. I'd say part-time UFO. Well, maybe when you and look, I, I am, I am, I am working with impartial information here. I'm, I mean, I'm working with incomplete information here. Like, I haven't finished either of them. I like want to defend Donut County more so, but I, I honestly feel like it's just going to make you more indecisive. Because if you can realize the brilliance of part-time UFO... If only you understood. But, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right, maybe that's a little rude. But uh, <laughs> If you weren't a scrub, yeah. you'd understand. A total, total idiot. Doo-doo, butt, head, brain. Fair uh, enough. <laughs> Let's cut something else. Let's cut a game we can all agree on cutting. Yeah. I, so we I'd... can return to the Donut County part-time UFO. Let me debacle in the, the debate. Why not just settle it right now? Okay, part-time UFO. Part-time UFO no. or Donut County. Don't do this shit. This isn't an election. I mean, this isn't a democracy. I mean, it, it's going to come down to it. So why are we putting it off? And if Alex, I'm the one with Donut think County about on my the, list, the Trashopedia. Think about so good the raccoon. So good. Think about the funny text messaging jokes. Think about. Them all sitting around that campfire in the middle of a giant pit miles below the town. What I'm hearing is you like Donut County because it has a story to it. Oh, oh isn't that a reoccurring theme? Huh? <laughs> Thank you for sussing that one out, Alex. <laughs> I Okay. And you're, you're correct in that it's a good story and it should be celebrated for that. 
I, think I also I, think you be- gave it the best superlative. Like, I wouldn't change that p- superlative at all. I wouldn't touch it. Like, biggest personality, like, n- hits the nail on the head. Like, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then we have some random-ass superlatives for part-time Right, but UFO. we're going for depth here. Like, when you say somebody has think, a nice personality. No, he said biggest personality. Here's a thing. Oh, even worse. <laughs> here's a thing. Part-time UFO was good enough to get on two lists. Also, does... And his superlative is better. How about so. the personality of Part-Time UFO? Yeah, I mean, because that's there too. Mm. Oh, whimsy, cutesy, pixel art. You haven't seen that before. I Isn't Donut County whimsy, cutesy? No, it's Low like, poly? it's Mimi, funny, like, cutting. Oh, Mimi already. I wouldn't so. say Mimi, dude. That, I think you're that's digging a bad the hole. thing. Okay. Yeah, I, I think... In Donut County. No, Donut County is very <laughs> genuine. The, the thing is, it's not like funny because it's Mimi it's funny because it's very purely from like Ben's soul like, like everything he writes everything he writes about how those characters talk how they interact the text messaging gags uh, the Trashopedia all all not Mimi very genuine original maybe Mimi's a bad I, I have I borrowed that from <laughs> other people's descriptions of Donut County I think it's very, pretty Mimi yeah. to be honest well <laughs> <sighs> I mean, look, if we have to sell this right now, I do have to go part-time UFO. All right. I just... I you think guys are killing me. this trash out of here. Dude, dude, if you put Donut County on your list next year, I will bat for you so hard. Just play it so you can. Fine. <laughs> it's going to be Donut County, and it's going to be Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> and it's going to be... Universal, universal Paperclips. Universal Paperclips. <laughs> and it's going to be... Fugal and Thumper. Wee Poo <laughs> Home Run Derby, which I actually played some more of the other day. <laughs> I feel really... let it go. I feel, no. I feel really bad, honestly, about letting that happen, but I think it does have to happen. Hey, he feels bad about it. Maybe yeah. we should reopen the, the conversation. No, Take another, we can I, get to that it's later. fine. It'll be, a, it'll be a definite honorable mention. Definite. Uh-huh. Fucking murdering me. Mm. Who was that? Was that mm-hmm. you, Will? Uh, maybe. <laughs> All right, was Dylan. It? Yeah. God damn it. What you got for me, Dylan? Um, I'm going to say it, and then I want to take a quick pause <laughs> just to stew on it for a minute. Um, I think we should cut Kingdom Death Monster. All right, we're back. So, like I said, uh, Kingdom Death Monster, Ooh. I think, should go. Uh, we played it. <laughs> we didn't really get a chance to talk about it much. But um, I thought it, I, I I enjoyed playing with you guys. I think I enjoyed the camaraderie more than the the systems. Like, playing it, I just felt like, I don't know, maybe I just don't like playing tabletop games. I feel like I have yet to introduce you to the right tabletop game. What was my character's name? God, what was your character's name? What was your character's name? Oh, oh, no, it was like a... Beefra. (laughs) Beefra had such an ultimately badass story. So, so, uh, during the break... (laughs) The the 30-second break. Yeah. Alex mentioned that he felt like it would come down to Dwarf Fortress against... Uh, Kingdom Death for storytelling purposes. 
Uh, and you, you know, the stories you get from Dwarf Fortress are really interesting and cool and you can tell them as stories, but the stories that you get in Kingdom Death seem to be more internalized and in the moment. And I really enjoyed that. I mean, that's what tabletop's about, right? I, if you're talking tabletop RPGs. Sure. Well, that, that's right. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm okay. not talking about board games or anything. I'm talking oh, okay. about like specifically gotcha. tabletop um, RPG stuff. Yes, but I mean, the whole point of Kingdom Death being on this list was that Kingdom Death does it even better than, say, like D and D or um, I don't know, whatever, whatever system have you. I don't know. I just right I, I played it and I was like, I also don't really like the aesthetic. Like, I am a pretty big coward. <laughs> so I'm not big into horror or dystopia or gore or fetishization of of said things. Well, and, and then we had this talk about how I don't think it counts as fetish, fetishization because it's not played up to be like terrifyingly sexual, but rather sexually terrifying. That's it, a poor argument. I well, look. Someone obviously, there's lots of different people in the world. Someone's obviously going to look at me like, "Oh, that's hot," but it's not. That's not the intention. Alex, you are hot. Thank you. I'll say the um, little cartoons in the guidebook were real hot. Yeah, those were. Or real. like the were... pregnant lady maquette warrior. No, that was cool. I was into that. That was. Mm. I'm. I'm like. Well, because was, the whole was... theme of the world is survival, and you can't do that without making babies. I, look, I like. I understand <laughs> the theming, like. Obviously, there's a intellectual aspect of all of that stuff that you can look at from a certain lens and be like, hey, this is, you know, these are all, this is all um, representations. These are all, uh, uh, what's the word? They're, they're all, they're all like a, a representation of something else. Like they're all there to like make a commentary or something. But at the end of the day, like I still felt like I was. I don't know. It. it, it, it it's I don't think that's my argument. Yeah, it's okay. pretty exploited. Off ease. Off ease. No, and like, yeah. yeah the, 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 and what you're arguing isn't what I'm arguing. I don't think. No, we're talking about yeah. two different things. Okay. But I mean, I still. I played the game. I don't know. Maybe I just enjoy people. Enjoy hearing people talk about their experiences playing these types of games than I actually enjoy playing the games. Mm. Because, like. I'm not much of a role player in the sense of like, oh, I'm imagining this thing. Like, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty systematic and mechanical when I when I play this stuff. Right. Like, and maybe that's why I'm so drawn to video games is because in video games they they fill out that stuff for you. They say like, okay, here's the world. Here's like we've rendered everything for you. Right. And then in tabletop games, you have to do some of the rendering yourself. Which obviously I'm not like one of these guys that can't have it doesn't have an imagination. It's just kind of. I don't know. I feel like there's there's something there's something missing to me, but maybe I'm just a soulless husk of a man that's <laughs> afraid of new things. I don't know. Um I've played a lot of board games. I've played a lot I've played Dungeons and Dragons several times. I'll say that Kingdom Death is probably at the top of those experiences for me. Uh and that's why it's on my list. It's just that I, I've played a lot of board games. I've hosted a lot of board game parties. I have friends who are really into board games. None of them have elicited the reactions that Kingdom Death has. None of them have turned into... Because I think board game parties are an excuse to get together 
and hang and out. Make out. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then the board games are kind of just like a fun thing to do while everyone's here and talking and being pals. Monster, Kingdom Death Monster, was the first time that everyone got together and was like, when can we play that game? It's. I felt that about other board games. I felt that about Puerto Rico or Room Cube or like they, when the... I feel like what I want from tabletop RPGs is like, I want this well-constructed story and I want this experience I can only get right here. And then I'm sharing with, with my friends and I feel like kingdom death monster gets to that more so than Dungeons and dragons campaigns I've played because when I play D and D it's, it falls apart because someone has to be a shithead who are playing (laughs) together. Um, but like the, the rule set in kingdom death monster is pared down enough that you can't just like go off the reservation. Like you have to play what's in front of you, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I also do want to very briefly mention that you guys played a demo essentially. And probably the coolest part is how those stories evolve through the gameplay very naturally. I mean, what, what ended up being the most interesting thing to me was like settlements growing and how gameplay decisions enhance your narrative, uh, play with the narrative in such a way I've never seen a board game or a tabletop RP do. Um, different in monster encounters, how that provides you know a new layer of like, oh, now I have to figure out how to fight this thing versus a lion, which is like the most basic first thing you encounter. Lots of new mechanics get added for something that, say, like spits acid or uh, might even just eat one of your friends whole and you'll just never you won't ha- you won't get them back unless you like defeat it within a certain number of turns there's like cool things cool tricks that it opens up even far beyond from just that demo you guys played sure i just i guess the demo didn't make me feel interested in playing it any further and i get that and i don't think you know fine you're probably not going to want to play it anymore for sure but i think just as an achievement as a board game, it deserves a, a spot on this list. Will, what do you think? There are a few things I really hate about it. <laughs> the boobs. No, I don't really mind the boobs. Will loves boobs. <laughs> I'm a boob Who doesn't guy. love boobs? Uh, boobs are okay. Yeah. Honestly, the aesthetic is like a step over the line for me. I think that like, uh, especially when you're dealing with like sexual horror stuff you can be way less like big old titties and more subtle and sort of like get to what actual people experience it's kind of like the difference between silent hill one and silent hill three and four i've never played a silent hill because then then later silent hills they got more like boobies and they're Uh, like nurses and stuff in three and four where well because two is all so like each game is a different person's personal nightmare right it it feeds off of their soul and and two is the one where it gets really sexual because it's about how um i'm forgetting i'm blanking on the character's name uh chris redfield no that's leon kennedy shut up uh <laughs> uh I can't, i'm blanking on his name but it's about how it's it's his um um oh oh it's how uh, he cheated on solid snake so it. like i would yeah. compare it to like species versus alien where like species is a movie about like how dudes get to do it with this hot babe who's a scary alien and alien is like about like uh a lot about men and women's like inherent fear of pregnancy yeah you know what yeah i i i think 
I mean, obviously, I would put Monster like in between those two. Yeah, it's not like full specimen, right? Right. But I also get that it's not achieving. But I also grand don't feel alien. like that the horror elements of it are played su- super to its strengths because I think really like the the action and the comedy of it were like extremely strong. Mm. Like I was way into it. I was not really scared. Like when when the monster got up and like charged us all and did damage to us all it was more of like a a high ho moment where i was just like oh we were getting trampled it wasn't like, i i wasn't keep, scared i was just put off by right. just the design yeah i mean I, I just don't think the the aesthetic isn't necessary to it and the thing that i see the aesthetic doing the most is drive up the price like <laughs> Between like the amazing figurines, which were like pretty incredible, uh, and just like there, there is a thing where like, uh, how shall I say this? Men will pay more money for boobs. <laughs> yeah. the The price seems completely unreasonable. That said, like I understand it because like those figures were insane. The amount of customization you can do to the figures, totally insane. Um, but I don't think that's like core to the thing itself. And I think it makes it inex- inaccessible. All right. So I think hearing those arguments, I can see why maybe it won't make the list. Uh, one counterpoint I would like to make and mentioning that you're not feeling fear when being charged by this lion is again, I think the demo doesn't do a good job of selling that aspect mm. because past that you're building up this character and you're giving them equipment, and you're watching them live through yeah. several hunts, and it it sounds like suddenly f- it can really start to hurt to imagine that you're going to lose this this yeah. effort and this work, especially when you and, have like the community going, and it's more about like loss aversion, I guess. Yeah, a little bit loss prevention, and then yeah. there's <laughs> and then there's fights that I think play up the horror elements a lot more because the lion's the most basic like brain dead beast there is, but there's eventually um creatures that are much more human much smarter and will actually play off of your tactics and and tremendously brilliant ways for a board game um where its cards have things like you know whoever's nearest like it moves away from them and moves to like the farthest one to totally screw up your positioning i mean and that sort of thing i think gets a little terrifying in a board game context out of curiosity and this isn't me attempting to make a knock against this game <laughs> but if it does that helps uh, <laughs> okay out of curiosity why'd you why'd you wait till this year to put it on your list Not- because i hadn't played a lot of it i mean last year i, I mean got- i know it takes a, a while to get a group and, so and put all that together last year i'd got it and i'd put the figures together and i had not even yet found a group of people to play it with so i had mostly played through like the tutorial myself and just been like man this is neat I can't wait to find friends to play this with. <laughs> Glad the, this $800 was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, so this this was the first year we truly had, like, a group of people getting back together and really enjoying it and getting okay. into it. So Okay. Yeah, and, I, and, and, like, it really clicked from there. It was, like, this is the brilliance of the whole thing. Well, you already clicked the pieces together before that point. Actually, I glued uh, them. Ah, jeez. Oh, <laughs> that's that's All real. Right, they, trash it. <laughs> <laughs> it takes glue? No way. What am uh, I, made of money? I would like to come back to that one. 
if you can Fair pick enough. something else. I'm glad we gave it a, a good discussion. Yeah, me too. Uh, Regardless. Man, what's... uh? Looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. What about Nog? <laughs> wow, he already threw in the towel. Did you hear that, sigh? Oh, man. That, that was All already right, a commitment dude. to... He's staring at it dead on the floor. <laughs> Chalk outline uh, with like one of the funny faces. The, the innocence of his youth is just bleeding out. I want to say about Nog that among, like, I don't know, I guess the three games on my list that are on this list largely because of emotional cores being God of War, Shadow of the Colossus, and Nog. Nog achieved something neither of them could, or it was just stuck with me for days on how it made me feel, on how it made me reflect on my life, on how I... I don't even think it was meant to do this, and it did. So maybe that's not a great a- accolade. Maybe this is just purely anecdotal. And no, that's I mean, totally... that's, that's the whole point of this is for it to be anecdotal and personal. Sure. But I, I feel, but I'm saying like maybe that means that it can't contend among other games that do it more head on and, and, are, and are better at achieving it with a wider audience. I mean, that's the point. That was like the whole thing with our discussion of Spider-Man versus Thomas was alone. Right. Sure. Is that, okay, what do we value more? Do we value raw emotional you know, pathos or do we value a smart, interesting commentary on something we've all experienced, Mm -hmm. which is like the fear of being evicted or the fear of balancing our lives with our work and, and stuff like that. Like one is very existential and, and heady and larger in life. And one is very real and immediate and, 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 uh, understandable nog was just such a pure weightless joy i've never experienced in a video game before of of like totally reanalyzing my childhood and what it meant to me to be a game creator and 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 like what i would like to achieve from emotions and games i make and and and, uh, (laughs) saying that again i i can see why it's it's probably just maybe me that felt that but I don't know. I think that's that's worth something. I being said, maybe Nog should be cut, but Oh. I don't know now. That's beautiful eulogy. Yeah. That that I, I think everyone should play Nog though. <laughs> but how do you feel it versus Kids of Death Monster? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Your true intentions finally <laughs> come out. <laughs> well, I mean, Kingdom of Death Monster achieves a lot with what it tries to do as well. So I and Nog has the benefit of not being several hundred dollars. <laughs> in my cheap That's true. Em- Fair enough. Emotional nostalgia. Uh but whereas I really, really want Kingdom Death Monster to sort of be on this final ten, I feel like Nog probably against some of these doesn't have as much of a chance. So I'm gonna go ahead and let Nog go. Mm. Okay. Wow. That was a roller coaster for me. I don't know how you <laughs> felt. That was intense. Yeah. Um, we now have 14 games on this list Ooh. remaining. Is it my turn? Yeah. Do we want to switch to locking? I don't, uh, well, I, I think I was going to say, like, I, could, do we even have to lock this or do we all just know Gungeon's going to make it? 
I mean, because we all played it and we all loved it. I'm pretty ambivalent <laughs> about Gungeon. I enjoyed it, but yeah, I think I think Gungeon's pretty guaranteed. Are you saying we should just do that regardless? Like, you don't want to waste a turn. Like, why even spend a turn on Gungeon? We all, right, all fair know enough. We'll do, all right, over. Yeah. Didn't lock in that over there. Okay. Um, <laughs> what? So now we have 13 games left here. Like I said, nine do, of which are going to make it. Do yes. Do so we we'll have to nix four? Do we want to nix four, or just do we want to lock and figure it out that way? I'm saying, do you, do we want to switch to keeping now? Didn't last Alex year just I think lock we, in I think last, well, God okay. damn it, Will. <laughs> I think last year we flip flopped, right? You kind of just be like, what do you think you should? What's what's most okay, befitting so we of chose your turn? If we want to, yeah. okay, yeah. all right, all right, that's if fair. If you feel more strongly about locking someone than you do about nixing something, um, all right, well, let's do that once again. Let me go down the list. Uh, the remaining thirteen are. Dobatone, Florence, God of War, Kiro Blaster, Kingdom Death Monster, Mario Tennis Aces, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, Overwhelm, Part-Time UFO, Shadow of the Colossus, Thomas Was Alone, Warrior Wear Gold, Zone of the Enders, The Second Runner, Mars. Alex, it is your turn. Cut or keep a game. I feel like I have to go at bat for my homeboy and keep monster hunter nope <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm ah. i told you it was happening it's not a good game alex it's a great game it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel good to you it's oh <laughs> monster hunter achieves what few games i would rather keep kingdom death monster and keep monster hunter god damn it that's how i'm feeling there's only room enough for one game with monster in the title on this boat. <laughs> Sorry. And to be fair, they both have, uh, well, Mon- at least like one third of Kingdom Death is pretty close to. Monster Hunter's got to take the, the, the door. Here's where I'm at with Monster Hunter. Finally. It, it, King have, Solomon comes down. I have played Monster Hunter. I don't remember which one. It was a PSP one. I really enjoyed it for about 20 hours. Uh, this is not helping my argument. <laughs> well, my argument is that like, if this Monster Hunter is just Monster Hunter but 800 hours, I just don't see what, why I'm, giving, I'm having trouble with it. Again, giving you that estimate is like, this is what someone who's really into Monster Hunter will be able to get out of this. Like, you will not run out of content for that long. But of course, you can end that whenever you want. Like I stopped playing World around 140, when really it has like you know a light 140, like 300. You know. Look, so if this were Monster Hunter World, I wouldn't have said I. I've been like, all right, I've have heard from consensus. I've heard from other people that Monster Hunter World is a great game and just a bunch of new people to the formula. It simplified a lot of stuff. It took that barrier to entry way down. I feel like that would have been. That would have been that. But this is a remaster of a 3DS game with terrible UI. Super, like, just unintuitive to me. And I just think, I, obviously, I I am not the Monster Hunter target demographic. I am not in that realm. But I just feel like there's so many other games (laughs) on this list. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to lock it yet. <laughs> here's so so okay. Uh, here's another way for me to put what I just said. Uh, 
A lot of people compare Monster Hunter to Dark Souls. Yes. A lot An- of people. Another bad game. Playing them both, it feels to me like Monster Hunter is junk food. And it's just so much junk food. Like, <laughs> if I be, oh so, God! So like, stop the junk food. <laughs> like, if somebody's like, "Hey, do you want a burger?" Hell yeah! But Monster Hunter Generations of Ultimate Warriors Deluxe just seems to be like, here's five thousand Big Macs, <laughs> and let's and go, I baby. Just the it just doesn't make me want to even nibble on the first one. I, I think, it also makes me feel like coming from that, like, you know how pro indie I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes me feel like those, the, the endless hours of content in it are not, it's just, it's not a, it's not a selling point for me. It's, uh, it's, it's just a uh, wasted opportunity for different avenues of exploration in that game so here's how i think i can explain it better imagine you bought a fighting game i already don't like this (laughs) but you really like fighting games uh doesn't seem hang on natural jesus man all right (laughs) all right you bought a fighting game but you really like fighting games there's not much to a fighting game besides fighting one second i'm just gonna go ahead and really do you a big favor alex and say just say Smash Brothers. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Do you hear Isaac? <laughs> All right. Imagine you had Smash Brothers, but you didn't have anyone to play Smash Brothers with. Okay. Now, so your one option is essentially, well, you got, okay, you got other single player modes. So this isn't a great example. Imagine Smash Brothers was just stock, like three stock okay. fights. Mm-hmm. Items? Fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> three. It's just like stock fights between you and a bunch of CPUs. That's essentially Monster Hunter, but Monster Hunter rewards you for that. And now you can get as much of that as you want. You can get as much out of that as you want. And you can say like, hey, I really enjoyed fighting this character so you can fight them as much as you want. Or, But now you also have like 90 others that you can go to and fight them if you feel like you're getting bored of that one. And if you're getting bored of that one, you can now change your character to one of these 80 new variables to it. And it's just like, it's not about how it's not about like saying like you have to put 600 hours into this or however, it's about just like, if you want something that's going to be the best possible way to play this game, here's one that offers an endless opportunity to play it the way you want and get what you want and enjoy the hell out of it the entire time without getting bored. Yeah, but the combat's not fun. God damn it. <laughs> I just, like... I you, think it's some of the most fun I've ever had with any comment in any video Dark game. Souls. You are insane. Dark Souls, <laughs> Monster Hunter. It's not fighting, as good as Dark Souls. Fighting games, like, those I are, like... It strives to be a little different than Dark Souls. The most archaic. I think it's more MMO than Dark Souls. Unresponsive. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's not that it's unresponsive. It is it's just, that it's slow. It's plotting. It's about timing. You can't just rush in and mash buttons. And I do don't damage. mash buttons in other martial combat games. It, I, it's just it's like they've they've taken the clock speed, like the tick rate, and just like you need to put play it at fifty percent. You need to play reactively. 
Understand how your opponent moves and move against it. That's Dark Souls. But that's, that's Monster that, that Hunter. That can be any video. Like that, that can be Spider-Man or God of War, but at least, but those like feel tactile and responsive. Like, I don't think it feels unresponsive in Monster Hunter. I think it does. It really does. Like once you get into a flow, you understand how the enemy moves. You understand how you move, and suddenly everything just clicks in a sense that no other video game does. And it does it without little flashing press the A button to dodge now prompt above your your character's head. Look at these games. Is there not another <laughs> game that you'd rather talk about right now than Monster Hunter? Because I certainly feel that uh. way. Fine. Uh, Jesus. Let's see. What do we got? Um, I feel like we were going to get to this eventually anyway. Let's lock in part-time UFO. Ooh. Wow. Didn't we just like go through the, the pain? Like, oh, it's still right. So we were still talking about that with about Donut, Donut County. County. We've already... I love the way that our relationships are just in constant... <laughs> shifting (laughs) we stand on sand this is yeah (laughs) this is emotionally torrential for me wait did we cut donut county yes we did oh yes let's lock in part-time ufo yeah let's do it Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, i know i don't have the emotional strength i'll say before this year i've been i i tried last year really hard to play video to get into mobile games just because I was hey, like, ink, baby. Because like I'm just like a dumb old person that's like I'd rather have a flip phone and not communicate with my friends. But I thought this is a medium. This is important as a game developer. I should be more familiar with it. And I tried really hard last year and found some pretty fun games. But this year with Florence and Part Time UFO, I'm like, dang, this is such a good medium. Hmm. Taught him the importance of a medium. That's high praise. Uh, it's not medium, it's a platform. I can touchscreen It's a platform. I think mobile gaming deserves to be called a medium in some aspects because of how unique its form of input yeah. is compared to others. Oh do you guys really feel that strongly about this fucking claw game? It's, it's pretty so great. So much more than a claw game, man. I think the music's fantastic, and I think it <laughs> stops there. <laughs> God damn it's, it. Not only is it like super cute but like all the things you're doing you're helping people you're doing these the the idea of an alien having a part-time job is just too cute it's not even an alien it's just a ufo right is there even something in there you don't know eyeballs it's got two eyes ufos don't have eyeballs two adorable costumes are really cute they are cute what's this thing about salad bars uh, so there's a level. Salad bar, man. There's a level where you have to. Um, the goal is like there's a big bowl on one side of the room, and there are a, there's a conveyor belt of salad ingredients, basically a bunch of fruits and vegetables coming out from one side of the room. I think the goal is to get like five unique ingredients, and so you have to like wait for the right ingredient to show up, and you have to like grab it and toss it in the bowl and run back because like the conveyor belt keeps. Does is this keep not pizzamatic? Are you not just describing your? Your it's pizzamatic, but better. I'll be first to admit. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you, but instead of like fulfilling an order, it's just like you have to get different ones, and it's like scrambling to make sure you grab the right one that's different from the others, and it's like... Maybe I'll just reset my game and try again from the beginning. 
Look, none of this is set in stone. We can we can come back and <laughs> completely demolish. Right, but it's locked in. <laughs> demolish this keep list, but fine. Like you guys feel so strongly about this fucking game. <laughs> there, it's over there. It's over, right. it's over there. All right. Uh, Enter the dungeon part-time UFO or two I'm, lock-ins. I'm gonna extend an olive branch. Okay. And say, let's lock in Shadow of the Closets because it's one of the greatest fucking video games of all time. You know what? Yeah. All right. It's easy. And I'm glad you guys had it on your list. I didn't play it this year. I'm sure if I did, it would be on mine. Well, we'll then play it this year, so maybe we should go back to <laughs> cut it. <laughs> he didn't even play. He only played the demo. Doesn't count. Yeah. Shadow of the Closets is an easy one. Let's throw that yeah, down there. I'm all for that. I feel like there's a number... Like, we can just sort of start locking in all the ones that are duplicates. And, like, that would be fairly easy. Mm. Just a quick way to say, like, yeah, we we mostly agreed these are good. What else was a duplicate? Uh, God, God of War. War. Uh, and I think one more? No. No? Just that one? Okay. Yeah. Enter the Gungeon was the only other one. Right. Oh, and that was a freebie. I mean, if we want to, if no one wants to contest it. I ain't taking my turn. That put, would be put, your turn, so. No, I'm not. No, I'm not <laughs> wasting yeah, my turn fine. putting God of War in. Um... Are you going to fight? I'm going to lock Warrior Wear Gold. All right, so let's bring this back up. Warrior Wear Gold is the ultimate version of Warrior Wear. Coming from a person that has never played any... has it's never the Monster owned... Hunter Generations Ultimate of Warrior Wear. Uh, yeah, it's that's a Smash true. Bro- it's a Smash, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's call it what it is. Having never owned a Warrior Wear game... I've whole, heard nothing but, you know, almost universal praise for this franchise. It was so great to be able to crack it open and and it be everything that you expect it to be. Not only that, like, it's, you know, if you don't want to play the touched mini games, you don't want to play the twisted mini games, you can choose not to. Like, I, I mostly enjoy the tap mini games because that's what I was most used to from Mega Micro Games when I played it sparingly at target kiosks <laughs> <laughs> um i feel like this is just wario is like i mean we we can talk about waluigi and how waluigi hasn't gotten his due but wario i feel like is secretly like the the, the flagship the 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 master class of of nintendo does it have wario or diy games in it so it's a best of hits without some of the best hits so okay well you expect them to collect every mini game other people have designed no but can you make them no because that's not the do, point do they have the games that came pre-stocked on they probably do diy i think those are in there but yeah. not the ones you could make you can't make any mm. yeah can't make comics no comics we already agreed comics there suck. is like a. Do I you... did i did find this really cool i looked up there's a trophy room and in the trophy room you can unlock like it's like models of various things from nintendo history and you can unlock a model of a 3DS, and you can like poke and play with these little trophies. Apparently, on the model of the 3DS, you can like tap the power button on it on the touchscreen, and then just play WarioWare Gold on WarioWare Gold on a 3DS that is inside WarioWare Gold. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like a little. I don't think either of you like were here for the episode where I talked about the story of WarioWare Gold, but it goes some places. When I was talking to Ruthie and Nelson about it, um, you know, he he puts on he puts on a a gold pot on his head and he transforms into 
Wario Deluxe. And that's a whole great thing. A um, lot of great stuff. This has sold the game for me. Nice. <laughs> yeah, see? See? He puts on a gold suit. Looks real good. Looks real sharp. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I was going to have to get this game eventually anyway. So It's a great game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like Dobatone, from what Will described, achieves something really, really interesting. Yeah, but Dobatone, there's no staying power with Dobatone. Like, what I enjoyed about Dobatone was experiencing it with Will and Julie, and also, like, the cutesy art style in the box. But, like, there's no character. Who is... Who is the character that carries Dobatone? Who is Dobatone? Yeah, who is Dubutun? Dubutuni? Well, I mean, now we're just talking about marketing. No, we're not. Wario is more than marketing. <laughs> he's he's marketing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotta give you that one. <laughs> All right, we're putting it on the list. No, I mean, <laughs> I you guys you guys both like WarioWare. Yeah, yeah. There's no. But I mean, like, also, like, this is my first. Dr. Mario, and I'm not putting the Nintendo Classics collection on. Okay, but also, like, they haven't made a new Dr. Mario since, what, 86? Yeah. Does yeah. Mario World Gold have any new mini games that haven't been any on any other ones? I don't know, because I haven't played all the other, other ones. Hmm. That'd be worth looking into. Yeah, see, I mean, it just seems like you, you have a greatest hits on your top 10. That's fine. I mean, if Be- I've never listened to the Beatles, right, and I buy the Beatles one and love it, does that make the Beatles one not that great? It makes if you were to put that in a top ten albums list, that would mean that your taste is trash. Okay, but what if I was to put it in a top ten albums list of a specific year? Still, it's, it's no. just like I'm going with everyone else's opinion. No, it's kind also of. like saying like I played uh, it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I don't think that fully applies to Wario Gold in any sense either. So I I get it. I just feel like, man. All right, it, guys, look. It's tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you straight. I'm either this round locking in Wario World Gold or locking in Mario Tennis Aces. Why is why would we do that? Yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> I think in that I in that scenario. I'm definitely leaning towards Wario Gold being in the final 10 at this point. It seems like it's a fine entry. I don't hate it. And the more you talk about it, the more I'm like, yeah, I mean, I really, really want it. Last year, I tried to put Dark Souls on. It's not the same thing, Will. Dark Souls had its time to shine. It's not the same thing. It's a new storyline in WarioWare Gold. Is the storyline really where you're playing WarioWare Gold? Yeah, because it's funny. Mm. There's a rap. It's um 18 volt raps mm. against this other character as like the interstitials between his mini games. My point is is I wouldn't even put Dark Souls remastered on a top 10 list anymore. You played like 2 minutes of it. Oh man. Well on for this list, yeah. But I wouldn't put it on a future list because Dark Souls did have its time to shine. Even though I can have fun it's with it. It's not the same thing. It'd be different if it was like, because... Yeah, I mean, I'm with Dylan in that this is at least something new. There is some I, new to it. I mean, it's like there's new content, but I don't think the new content makes it. Mm. I think so. The I new think content, does. as far as we know, isn't even the games. The new content is just the delivery of the game. You want to look, look. look up the mini games? Yeah, sure. Fine. 
And honestly, if his ultimatum is this or tennis aces, yeah, this, obviously. Totally. 100%. Why are we getting ultimatums now? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, Even better, sometimes why it not, has to happen. Why not just both? No. <laughs> no. It's just tennis. It's tennis, it's, Dylan. It's more than just tennis. It's a rich white person game. God damn you. Yeah, <laughs> with Mario what is, what is Kingdom Death Monster if not a rich white person game? <laughs> <laughs> damn it, he got me. All right, so <laughs> if, there's, if there's new games on it, I'm open to it being on the list. Okay. Here, wait. Let's, let's. We need double verification. Are there verification. any new mini games on WarioWare Gold? That's not helpful. There's secret mini games. Mm-hmm. That lends something. Yes, there are new mini games. Okay. Because I'm seeing, because they have a list on the Mario Wiki and they'll say what game it's from. Uh huh. And there are some that aren't from previous okay. games. Then it's more than just a, a top hits of WarioWare. Okay. So I'm, o- I'm okay with it being locked in. Oh, thank God. Let's lock that in. I'm fine so scared. <laughs> it was going to be all Alex, old Do you want to spend your turn, or do you just want to wait for me to nix aces? Hey, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I already opened up that can of worms, so I think I'll let you do it just to show right. Dylan he's like double opposed. And I'll spend this term saying God of War is absolutely going to be locked in. Done. <laughs> well, that was easy. Well, that was easy. <laughs> All right, how many do we have locked in? All right, we have um, five locked in. That is Enter the Gungeon, Part-Time UFO, Shadow of the Colossus, Warrior Wear Gold, and God of War. Um, still in the Undecided camp is nine games. Dobotone, Florence, Kiro Blaster, Kingdom Death Monster, Martinez Aces, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, Overwhelm, Thomas Was Alone, and Zone of the Enders, the second runner. Mars. All right, so let's get rid of aces, right? Yeah. It can be tactical. It can be. I mean, all sports games are tactical. Yeah. That's such. You did. I I'm mean, sure I played a lot good. of ice hockey on the new Switch Nintendo How Classics. It? It's pretty fun. Okay. It's tactical good power play, but uh, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's it's a tennis game with Mario characters. Mario tennis I mean, it's aces more, is verifiably better than Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. <sighs> I don't agree. I don't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I, are, you, are you willing to go down that dark path with yeah, me, Will? Yeah. Well, here's why it's better. Here's why Monster Hunter is better in one very short sentence. The single player and the multiplayer is really good, as opposed to just the multiplayer in your own I was words. Like, I don't think the single player Dylan. is bad. I just think I just it wasn't it's not what I was there for. Here's how I feel about Mario. Not Aces there for Dennis. the multiplayer or single player in Call of Duty either. And about uh Monster Hunter Ultimate Warrior is if Supreme. If Dylan said, <laughs> look, the reason why we should keep it on the list is because there's actually eight hundred levels and five hundred characters, I'd say let's trash it sooner. So I'm just saying Wait, is that an argument for or against tennis aces? It's an argument against both. Oh. I mean, hell, let's cut both of them. Okay. Oh, let's do dark it. bargain. No. <laughs> My baby. Look, I mean, so if they threw out like a Monster Hunter that reeled me back in, I'd be so down to argue Monster Hunter. 
and world seemed pretty close but uh it it's the the direction i see monster hunter going is not something that intrigues me All it right. seems more mmoe alex here's my pitch we cut mario tennis aces we cut monster hunter generations ultimate and we lock in Kingdom Death Monster all at once. I'm kind of into that. That's my pitch. <laughs> you know what I was gunning really hard for this year. <laughs> you know my goal when I came in here was <laughs> hey. to put a Monster Hunter game <laughs> do you on your top even 10. Better. I'll do you one even better. We'll cut every game that's left of mine on the undecided list. So that's Mario Tennis Asus and that's Thomas Was Alone. If we cut Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate and lock in Kingdom Death Monster. Wow. I mean, come on. <laughs> what a deal. That's insane. Well, I will what, do it. What's more important to you? Having a Monster Hunter game on this list, which you know that Monster Hunter is going to come out with five more games next year, or having the first board game on a Wardcast Best Games Played. Jesus Christ. Which you get to exclusively write that entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> that right up, and you need to f- source me some good-looking promotional <laughs> art for that or yeah. photography. You guys act like there's nothing about Monster Hunter that, sorry, Kingdom Death that isn't like sexy or horror-y. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah? Yeah, whatever. Yes! Oh, man. Woo! Can I just say Fine. that I just had the most fantastic turn? <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I mean, you know that I'm going to keep playing Generations, so it's going to be on a Wardcast episode later, sure. and it's going to show up next year. But here's the thing: if it gets into the honorable mentions, well, no, I guess if it gets in the honorable mentions, it's still yeah, it's, it's still, valid. It's still valid. And like Will said, there might as well be a new one. All right, right now we have <laughs> locked in. Enter the Gungeon, Part Time UFO, Shadow of the Colossus, WarioWare Gold, God of War, Kingdom Death Monster. That's six. Yes, that is the fucking weirdest list. I thought last year's list was weird. This Wait. year, look at this fucking list. Undecided, <laughs> Dobatone, Florence, Kira Blaster, Overwhelm, Zone of the Enders, the second runner Mars. Let's be clear that none of my games <laughs> are 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 any longer on the undecided list. So this is just a Will and Alex game. And we only have to cut one? Uh, one, two, three, yeah. four, one, two, yeah. Oh, shit. Yes. So we're going to cut Carol Blaster and call it a day. Wait. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. How many of mine are left? Uh, none. 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 This yeah. is literally just Will. Yeah. This is literally just a Will, like, okay. I think this is only fair then. Will, what would you cut? Well, it's not my turn. No, I know, but I'm asking you. All right, let's if, if break, I out had, turn, break out look, of turns. Because like, it looks like okay. all of Dylan and I's are either cut or, or, or locked, so yeah. I think it's ultimately up to you. All right, uh, what would I cut? I would be okay with cutting Zone of the Enders from this list. Really? Yeah. Um, you guys are pixel shills. <laughs> Cut fucking Kira Blaster and put Martinez Aces back on the goddamn list. Dude, I am not kidding when I say that Pixel should be your hero as much as everybody in the indie community. Okay, so Dobotone, we've already settled the WarioWare Dobotone debate. What if we cut Dobotone and Zone of the Enders and put on Martinez Aces? No. 
Why would we do that? Absolutely not. What if we cut Dobotone and Curoblaster and put on Spider-Man? It's not even your decision anymore. What are you doing? <laughs> is that his decision? This yeah, is a group is. decision. Okay. It's my turn, right? Fine. Will, what would you cut? I would probably cut Zone of the Enders. I, All right, no. I move to cut Zone of the Enders. I think you should cut Curoblaster because you gave a much better pitch for Zone of the Enders than you did Curoblaster. Mm, that's true, but... Uh, We're I, Overwhelm. We haven't even talked about Overwhelm. It's a great game. Overwhelm's great. It's not like, have you played it, Alex? You know what? No, I'm going to use my turn to lock in Overwhelm. This, this, oh, Alex, thanks. <laughs> this is chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I think it does an amazing job of flipping the Metroidvania formula on its head. Uh, aesthetically, both with the graphics, the audio, and the gameplay. I think it really nails it. I think it's a wonderful game. I think Overwhelm achieves something pretty unique, pretty fucking rad. Overwhelm's going to be my lock-in vote. Let me... Let me let's reassess. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I, no. want you, I want you to look at the games you have Yeah, here. Dobatone, Florence, Kira Blaster, Overwhelm, Zone of the Enders, Second Runner Mars. I want you to rank them one to five. Okay. And I'll I'll move them. Um, so number one. Number one, I'm I'm good with overwhelm being number one. All right, I'll move it down here. So that'll be top. Number one. Number, number two. Number two would probably be Kira Blaster. Okay. Number three. Three would be Zone of the Enders. Number four, Florence okay. and Dobatone. Okay. So I'm hearing that we should cut Dobatone. I'm okay with that. Uh, I think Dobatone is a fantastic runner up. And honestly, it is in my immediate runners up list. I think it's crazy that Dobatone's not making it and WarioWare is. It's a new game. I'm not putting Mega Micro games on there. Right, but Dobatone's a way newer game. No, Dobatone didn't come out this year. Right. Here's, here's but, a proposition. Let's cut WarioWare Gold for Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. No, that's a garbage proposition. <laughs> you you really need to learn how to negotiate. <laughs> I would really like to see Zone the Understay. Okay. Then yeah, I mean I don't know. I don't see what's wrong with nixing Dobatone then. Or Kira Blaster. No, keep Kira Blaster. Or both. <laughs> and put Spider-Man back on. No. At least you're not still at bat for Aces. <laughs> Aces is a fantastic game. <laughs> we made it very clear in the beginning all of these games are fantastic. That's why we picked them. I'm still real upset about Part-Time UFO. Obviously better than Aces. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've had single matches of Aces that are better than the entirety of Part-Time UFO. All right, so Dobatone. Adios, Dobatone. And with that, is that really, is this what we're, is this us? This is us. I mean, we can, let's revisit it. Okay. All right, so on the keep side, we have Enter the Gungeon, Part-Time UFO, Shadow of the Colossus, Warrior Wear Gold, God of War, Kingdom Death Monster, Overwhelm, Kiro Blaster, Zone of the Enders, The Second Runner Mars, Florence. On the cut pile, we have Mini Metro, Monster Hunter World, Thumper, Burnout Paradise Remastered, Dusk, 
Fugle, Superhot, Marvel Spider-Man, Which Way, Slaves to Armot, God of Blood, Chapter 2, Dwarf Fortress, Donut County, Nog, Mario Tennis Aces, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, Thomas Was Alone, Dobotone. All right. I want to I want to look at the keep list. How many of how many games on here are only represented by a single person? That's WarioWare Gold. It's Kingdom of Death Monsters 7 through 11. Yeah, that's all of these. The final four being all will. Right. Hmm. I feel like this is weighted improperly. I feel like I've gotten way better at this since last year. Will, well, can I, I think can you I need to just you... like sit in the back and be like, well, just... "Will, can I trade you Zone of the Enders for Monster Hunter?" No. Um, honestly, I'd be more inclined to trade Zone of the Enders for Dusk. Hmm. Huh. You know. You know. I think they're both old experiences that are very well worth playing today. But Dusk is bringing some more stuff to the table. I think we should cut Cure Blaster. No. I think we should. No, I, I, I think I want to trade Zone of the Enders for Dusk. What if we cut both of those old ass <laughs> games and put Spider Man? No. <laughs> Spider Man's a good game. I want to fight against Spider Man. Spider Man also just seems like a real junk food game to me. I understand there's probably a lot of good stuff in it, but it seems like. I think Dr. Octavius and Peter Parker's relationship is like one of the best on-screen relationships in games this year. I don't well, think I don't know. I think like one of the best. Namir and Kratos Mim- and Atreus yes. is yes. Perfect. The dream team yeah. is great. The Norse dream team, fantastic. <laughs> but this arc, it's 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 it's, it's dramatic irony. You, like you know where Otto Octavius is going to end up. And you're just seeing Peter Parker being dragged along because Otto Octavius wants to, he wants to help people and he wants to bring like prosthetic limbs to vets and he gets screwed over by Norman Osborn. He gets screwed over by life. And by the end of the game, he's just, he has, he has, he has, he's at the end of his rope and he has no other recourse but to do what he does. And, and this, he tries he tries to do what he thinks is right and he tries to still reach out to Peter despite what happens and it's it's so tragic it sounds it's, like a great honorable mention fucking hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I will take you up on trading Zone of the Enders for Dusk I would like to do that. I have no qualms against Dusk because Dusk, I feel like, is. I think they're. I think they're interesting. I think New Bloods is cool. Yeah. I wish I got a chance to play it. I like I, the fact that there's no reload, and so the reload button just makes you. You just flip, twirl your you gun. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so built on like rule of cool throughout the entire thing. I love it. Which well, I think was like my exact same thing for uh, Titanfall. Yeah. What's a man got to do? <laughs> <laughs> to get Spider-Man on this list. Uh, I don't know. Maybe go back in time and convince them to make a better game. Is there seriously nothing I could do? I mean, I feel like I'm, I'd fight you on that too. I think the 10 games we have right now are yeah. better than Spider-Man. I don't think... He, I have heard no convincing about Kuro Blaster other than it's a nifty pixel art shooter. 
Uh, it's just insanely well crafted. The mechanics serve the game in excellent ways. There's not many uh, holes to fall fall through. Uh, what if we take Hero Blaster off and put Donut County back on? Mm, I mean, I'm not in love with that, but this is uh, a team effort. Gotta be honest, I'd be into that. <laughs> Maybe a little. Yeah, I don't know. Tell me more. Explain your thought process over there, Alex. Just because I feel like if all Kiro Blaster is like, I automatically love Kiro Blaster just because of everything Pixel has done. I if Kiro Blaster is simply just side scroller jump and shoot man with that insanely high production values, I guess just being Pixel and the wizard that he is. Um, I don't know. Maybe giving it to something that is a little more unique is a better idea uh i mean so the i think Kara blaster is just a more fun game hmm. i don't know i haven't played it yeah so. i mean that's my problem too is I, I i feel like i know i'd like it but i don't have any frame of reference um i think so one of the cool things about pixels games is that they seem extremely retro and it sets up your expectations for it yes definitely um and then when you play them you see the amount of craft that goes into it and you see the amount of care given to the mechanics and the story and all the characters and it makes you sort of feel like you're playing a game again as a kid because when you were a kid you didn't really have that many expectations so when you played Contra, it was just fun and super cool. Now, when you go back and play Contra, you kind of see a lot of holes in it. But so there aren't that many retro games aside from maybe like, you know, Super Mario Brothers 3 and Kirby's Adventure and Gimmick, where you go back and play one of these old games and come out of it thinking, like, wow, what a solid masterpiece. Mm. And that's what I love about Pixel's game is, is that you there is a there's a huge part of it that is nostalgia but that nostalgia uh it makes you feel so good because that nostalgia isn't dethroned by the limitations or inexperience of game developers at the time Hmm. whereas donut county is just a goofy game about holes it's a fun, it's a charming I, game. It's charming. It's, it's but here's the thing, Kiro Blaster is extremely charming too. <sighs> Donut County, I know. I know Donut County. I know what it is. Kiro Blaster, all I hear is, Ooh, Pixel is so great. Pixel is amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's why everybody gave Donut County a chance too, because Ben Esposito is great. Yeah, but These Donut County is good on the merits. All I know about Kiro Blaster is made by some dude. It's also good on its merits. Uh, that is great. I don't think this is getting anywhere. All right. Here's what I've done. I've gone through and I've ranked each game by how many people support it. All right. Uh-huh. Enter the Gungeon. We all are in agreement. Shadow uh, Colossus. I never really thought Enter the Gungeon deserves time. Fine. Down. I'll give it two. <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus. We all agree is a great game. Let's just stay on this list. Enter the Gungeon. Alex and I agree. Part-time UFO. Will and Alex agree. God of War. Alex and I agree. Kingdom Death Monster, Will and Alex agree? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Florence, Will and I agree, which is 
weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then the single upstarts that only one of us is really going to bat for are WarioWare Gold, Overwhelm, Kira Blaster, and Dusk. Overwhelm, I'm like... I like Untitled Publisher. I, I like think Ag- Alex is on board with Kira Blaster. He's just split when it comes to other games versus Kira Blaster. What I'm saying is that we have one game for for Alex and I, and we have two games for Will. That's like Will's like going for this. What I'm saying is... I think that's an even trade, though, for you and I having so many games we agreed upon. Like three in total. Hmm. Like, hmm. I don't know. It, it seems This actually seems like a pretty solid list at this point. if we take Dusk off and put Donut County on? No. <laughs> well, mm, I think... Oh! <laughs> Let's make a deal. I I am very much in I love with both of those I would defer to Alex, games. but I would honestly rather play Dusk. I think but Dusk. I would I would defer to you. I since think you've played them both and in their entirety. They're, they're my list. All right. I'm so tired from fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any major qualms? Is there anything we feel like? was left on the cutting room floor that shouldn't have been. Other than my ultimate goal from the very beginning of the year quashed. I mean, I, what I've been waiting my ultimate goal, for. My ultimate goal was was met. <laughs> In quashing your goal. Yes. <laughs> Anything else? Any game that we feel like shouldn't have been cut? Mm, I think I'm good. You think we've, we've reached an accord? I feel pretty good. We've done it. Oh, man. This is a weird fucking list. It's a pretty weird list. I like it. All right. The weirder, the better. <laughs> the best games played of 2018 Woo! are Shadow of the Colossus. Nice. Enter the Gungeon. Boom. Part-time UFO. So good. God of War. Excellent. A- <laughs> <laughs> All right. No more peanut gutter. <laughs> Kingdom Death Monster. Florence. WarioWare Gold. Overwhelm. Kira Blaster. In dusk. Ooh. And that's, uh, and those are the games. I would be glad to have all of these games in my collection. I'm not spending that much money on Kingdom Death Monster. <laughs> You're welcome to come <laughs> by and play it whenever you like. I'll consider it. All right. Well, uh, gentlemen, do you, do you need to take a break or should we move on to? I would like superlatives. a few minutes. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll take a break. All right. And then we'll get right back here for um, each game's superlative. And we're back. Woo. Hello. I feel like I need to clarify, since this is going out at the end of the year, that we're actually recording this on October 27th. Um, That's why... You didn't hear anything about games like Red Dead Redemption 2 or Fallout 76 or Smash Brothers Ultimate or anything like that because they either haven't come out yet or we didn't get a chance to talk about them because deadline was has already passed. Yeah. But yeah, now we're moving on to the superlative section. Woo! Mm. Let's go over the games one last time. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus, Enter the Gungeon, Part-Time UFO, God of War, Kingdom Death Monster, Florence, WarioWare Gold, Overwhelm, Kiro Blaster, Dusk. We need to make a superlative for each one. Um, I have compiled the superlatives people have submitted. I also kind of wrote some suggestions for some. 
but we don't have to use those. I also have a uh, um a list of the superlatives from previous years in case we need to look at those for inspiration or want to repurpose one. Um, but let's start off with Shadow of the Colossus. Um, the submitted superlatives were most majestic, which I submitted, and best emotional hook that Alex submitted. Alex, do you feel strongly about your superlative? Uh, I feel like emotional is a big deal. Um, emotional is a big deal for that game. Emotion plays very key into its story from beginning to end. Uh, so maybe something like most emotional, most majestic, to like tie those together. I like majestic. I mean, majestic implies emotion, but I mean, like emotion with like a sense of place, I think Mm. was what I was aiming for because it does put you in these large environments that you're galloping across and evokes I like Majestic because it also implies a lot of grace, mm-hmm. which yeah. I think. Yes. Yeah, I think Majestic's good. You think that's okay? Yes. Okay. We can put that for now in case we want to come back to it. Most Majestic. All right. Enter the Gungeon. Um, I put Hardest Core. You said Most Depth. I suggested as a meeting in the middle, Deepest Dive. Hmm. I kind of like that. implies both depth and there's probably a bottom that you hit that yeah. hurts. That's hard. Because, uh, you know. Third floor. <laughs> Menswear. It's, it's a really deep dungeon and uh, it's got really deep multi-layered uh, equipment mechanics. So we can do that or we can do something else? No, I think deepest dive is solid. Okay. Don't make it so easy, guys. Yeah, Come on. You're just really good at superlatives, Dylan. Yeah. I, I like the... I'm glad Mason suggested superlatives when we first did this. I think that's <laughs> better than a, a ranking. Yeah. Because uh, that'd be another two hours of fighting. <laughs> Part-time UFO. Um, we have... I don't know which one. I think this first one's Will's. No, first one's mine. Okay. So, simplest design taken to extremes. Submitted by Alex. And then Will submitted high mileage mechanic award. I definitely think that second one is basically the same thing as mine, but said better. Um, I still think it needs to be simplified a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Man. Best mechanical reach. I kind of like that. It also plays in with the uh, claw mechanic. Yeah, because you're reaching. Most reach. Most mechanical reach. reach. Do you want to, is mechanical necessary in that statement? Mm, Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so because... Because uh, like otherwise, you're just saying most reach. You're kind of thinking of like open Halo. world games. Yeah, or, yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, yeah. Because yeah, always just... think about Halo Reach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think most mechanical reach. Okay. Most mechanical reach, and this is basically because of, like you said, or like your superlatives before, say because of how the the mechanic is reused in new and interesting ways without changing the mechanic. God of War, I submitted Greatest Redemption. Alex submitted Greatest Sum of All Parts. I still believe its combat is really good, even though I know your reasoning is more, the story was really solid. I mean, you can also look at Redemption from a franchise perspective. <laughs> That's actually a great point. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Anything, you think Redemption's missing anything? Uh, you know what? I don't think it is. I think you're right to include that. 
I'm very mad about the lack of pushback on this, guys. <laughs> I I mean, I'm just, yeah, I, I honestly have no complaints. Would you want another four hours of arguing? Yes. <laughs> That'll be great for your head. Um, Kingdom Death Monster. All right, Alex. I think this be- is... Best use of reductive design. It's probably a little bit of a mouthful. So I think maybe something more like um, uh, best storytelling. Mm, that's mm, kind of no, general. That is, yeah. Um, so from last year, we had for PUBG best synthesization. Um, we also had for Breath of the Wild best reinvention. Um, I feel like those are kind of close. Maybe synthesization is closer because it's about reducing things down. Yeah. But I think maybe that's, yeah. Hmm. It's just really hard to say that word. Synthesization? Yeah. Synthesizing? Synthesization. What? So when you say reductive design, you're discussing... I think just in comparison to like tabletop RPs and boiling down them to make something designed more fluently for storytelling and gameplay. Uh, Maybe... Because you don't want to say most reductive because then that makes it a pejorative. Yeah. (laughs) Something like most fluent design might be an interesting way to put that. Most fluent design. So when you say fluent in that context, because fluency usually means like grasping all aspects of something, right? Yeah. Fluent design... Does that imply that Kingdom Death Monster understands every aspect of of RP tabletop yeah. RPs? Yeah, I but it also I kind of like it because it also kind of implies that it's easy to understand. Okay. Um, going off of that, do you think out of all the games on this list, it's the most fluent in its design? Because, like, we want to look at the superlatives not only in the context of the game itself, but also, like, we don't want to step over what another game might have. Mm. So, I mean, is the design of Kingdom Death Monster more fluent than that of Shadow of Colossus? Or is there a better way to phrase it that separates those two entities? We need a thesaurus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want synonyms for reduction? I guess. Start there. Go from there. Synonyms for synthesization. Well, if we're looking for synonyms for synthesization, we should just use synthesization. Um, see, the problem is most of these are pejorative. <laughs> cut back, cut, downsizing, scaling down, trimming, pruning, axing, chopping. Decrease, fade out, lessening, lowering. Well, So what I think is really cool about it is that it is a reduction of a lot of things, but you s- kind of achieve more depth from that, which is really interesting to me. Hmm. What about something like clearest purpose? Hmm. Because I think in reducing itself down, it wants to kind of get out of the way what other tabletop systems make very cluttered. Right. Kind of like that. I'm into it. Okay. Yeah, let's go clear his purpose. I'm just checking the other one to see if that doesn't... Yeah, 
That's going to be a fun icon to make. <laughs> um, Florence, Will, you put Freshest Storytelling. Yeah. Um, I see you suggest Freshest Tale, but I would say that the tale isn't that fresh. That fresh. Day olds. Yeah. Day old tale. Uh, I mean, like, the, the story that it tells is nothing new in the realm of storytelling. Okay. But the way, not really even the, the way the it medium, tells it. The medium, if you will. Yes, exactly. But the way you experience it is just so fresh. Okay. I'm okay with keeping that. Okay. Fresh storytelling. Uh, Warrior Wear Gold. Uh, I put best antics. That's a really good way of describing Wario in general. Um, no, I think I like it. Is it silent agreement? Okay. Best antics, guys. We are we are mowing these down. <laughs> um, overwhelm, in, in, invertedest <laughs> genres award. Uh, I would rather go with something like best remix or something. Wow. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Um, for the audience, Will was reading my suggested <laughs> superlative. I was trying to but, take credit for it, but didn't want to. Oh, well. for Dusk, I think greatest tribute works really well. Yeah. So the <laughs> last two are Kira Blaster and Dusk. Uh, Kira Blaster will put purest retro for Dusk. Alex put best built from roots, and for both of those, I suggested greatest tribute. Not knowing that they would both make the list, <laughs> and I was like, "How did you reuse this suggestion?" Um, let's talk about Cure Blaster first. Um, Will I think really so? So it is a great pure retro game, but I think the reason I really like it is the craft. Um, okay, and I feel hesitant saying best crafted. I feel like. We had something from a previous year. Purest design is one we gave to um, uh, Black Emperor. Most polish we gave to Overwatch the first year doing this. Hmm. Um, yeah... Yeah, those are those are the two that kind of hue closest to that. Um, it's hard to kind of like come up with something because most polish I feel like would work, but I mean, there's games like Spider Man or even I mean, in the context of the conversations on games and development, things like Red Dead Redemption Two. Sure. Yeah, um, I I agree. I don't think that ties. So as close I, as it could. if there was a way to describe that this was uh, an individual polishing it and that it was uh, maybe going beyond its, um, well, I don't know, because Dusk is doing the same going beyond its roots. Mm. Something like most personal, but. most individualistic what's something that would define being created by one person uh artisanal most artisanal <laughs> most bespoke <laughs> uh yeah that's a good question 
I googled word for being created by one person, and the third result is monogamy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> A solo project? Yeah, but what's a word that would represent that? Solo synonyms. Unchaperoned. <laughs> <laughs> independent. Most independent. Mm. I like that. Maybe, yeah. Given his history and what he's done. Mm. Okay. Is that... You think that's most representative of your feelings on the game, Will? Uh, it also kind of reflects just how different it is, even from like other indie games. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough. Now imagine we had to do this for all ten of them. I know. <laughs> or, uh, shoot. What's your feeling? Can talk talk through like what what Trans. makes this game? Let's go back to your superlative. All right, purest retro. What does that mean to you? So to me, that means that uh, it's just a great representation of how it felt to play games 10, 20, 30 years ago. Um, Where where other games, nostalgia might carry them through having some good times, the lack of of polish or lack of ability for systems to handle certain things kind of lets you down a little bit. This provides the experience that you had before. So you, so you wouldn't describe this as nostalgic. You wouldn't describe this as nostalgia driven. Um, there's definitely a part of it that is, but I think that the craft of it allows it to shine on its own. Craziest diamond. Craziest diamond. Shine on. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd say Pixel is a real uh, auteur in that games industry. Mm-hmm. I Always think... have the hardest time spelling auteur. <laughs> Despite uh, a lot of games, a lot of my own included, sort of aping his style... I don't think anybody else could make this game. Um, I mean, even though it is very like, uh, it's it's very similar to other games, but it has a charm. Most charming. Hmm. Um. Most charming. Uh, synonyms for auteur. Is auteur right? No, that's that's not the word. Ah, uh, I think it's A U T O R R E E U R E. That's how I'm spelling it in my head. Oh, you're right. I think you're right. Okay. Okay. There are no synonyms for that. Never mind. Um, <laughs> most genuine is also one we've used in the past for Undertale. That's hmm. true. That's a good one. Um, I'd say it's more charming than genuine. Most charming, yeah. Okay. You like that better than most independent, greatest tribute, or purest retro? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no pressure. Just the sanctity of this award ceremony it's, is. There's a lot. 
riding on my shoulders with this. Yeah. <laughs> You're like Atlas, keeping the world up. Most charming. Let's do it. For cure blaster. Okay. You're writing that up, just so you know. Oh, crap. Now now the pressure's on. Oh, no. <laughs> Alex. Yes. Dusk. Okay. You put best built from roots. I have suggested greatest tribute. I think something implying more about how it's grown from its roots. So like biggest growth or best evolution. Yeah. Oh. That's a good. We want to be sacrilegious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Shainism. <laughs> best evolution. This game is out, right? Uh, it's still in early access. I believe they have um, three seasons of content. And they're still working on a third. Fourth? Third. I mean, they're they're planning on three seasons of content and they're still working oh. on a third. Yeah. Okay. If it's early access, it's fine. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was easy. Yeah. My staples button. Um. So right now we have, for the top 10 best games played in 2018... Shadow of the Colossus with the award of Most Majestic. It is so majestic. Enter the Gungeon with Deepest Dive. (laughs) Part-time UFO with Most Mechanical Reach. God of War for Greatest Redemption. Kingdom Death Monster, Clearest Purpose. Florence, Freshest Storytelling. Warrior Wear Gold, Best Antics. Overwhelm, Best Remix. Kiro Blaster, Most Charming. Dusk, best evolution. I would suggest maybe switching most mechanical reach to greatest mechanical reach. Yeah. Sure. Does that that sound better? Yeah. Yeah. A part-time UFO for greatest mechanical reach. (laughs) Um, I also really like it because it solidly describes the mechanics uh, literally and figuratively. Yeah. It's a thinking man's title. (laughs) Thinking man's award. How do I hide these columns? Hide columns. Okay. Well, that's it. Wow. We did it. That's a great list, y'all. Now with a moment to spare. That's probably (laughs) one of the shortest, best games played we've done. We had strategies. We had... Yeah, we all kind of came in with strategies. (laughs) With a purpose. Should we talk about those a little bit? Sure. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of interesting meta the things the going scene. on. Well, I mean, what the the most common strat was suggest one game, yeah, and then suggest a second game, yep, and then and be soften like, the blow. Yeah, it's like <laughs> sounds like the second games you like it more than that first game. So right, so we're kind of we started off trading, right? Yeah, which normally in game strat makes an early appearance. It's great, and uh, let's talk a little bit about the deftness of the uh execution of monster hunter (laughs) well so uh for for complete transparency (laughs) i was talking to will the other week and i was like all right here's my strategy for getting rid of both monster hunters (laughs) i'm going to suggest to alex alex pick one and i know he's going to pick uh generations ultimate and we all know World is better than Generations Ultimate, but it's not. Well, I think World would have been an easier argument. It would have been a better sell for keeping than Generations Ultimate. This is a gross. <laughs> he really he really nailed it, man. You know, I really didn't think it was going to be pulled off. Sometimes you just got to keep the hope. 
Mm, like man. Parappa says, you just got to believe. Might have preferred if you kept that from me. I want to <laughs> know that I was read so easily. <laughs> it was, it, I mean, I really didn't think it would go down either. And then I watched it <laughs> unfold. <laughs> to be fair, I had kind of submitted myself to be like, okay, maybe if Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate went on the list. It wouldn't be so bad. And then I saw an opening... And I made some trades. I made some hard trades. Yeah, it got close. I made some sacrifices. It didn't go as, as smoothly as Dylan thought it would, I think. Blood was shed. Just keep it in mind that Monster Hunter is in the same world as uh, Universal Paperclips. They share rooms now. That's fine. They yeah. hang out. They talk <laughs> to each fine. other. <laughs> I, also, I also truly believe that sometime in the future, Monster Hunter has a place on this list. Oh, it's it might happen. be. It might be a next episode. When we do, <gasps> introducing... Uh, our new end of the year show, The Honorables, a uh, double elimination bracket where everyone will submit 10 honorable mentions and we'll pit them against each other in fierce gladiatorial combat. So yeah, check that out. So we'll do that in two episodes. Uh, we'll record it all at once, but we'll put it out as two episodes. So we'll have an upper bracket and a lower bracket. Um Sometimes called a winner's bracket and a loser's bracket, but I didn't want to use that terminology. <laughs> I felt like that was kind of cruel. You never know what'll happen. You'll never know. But every game will have two chances of advancing. But once they lose twice, they're out. So guys, make your honorable mentions list. Um the rules for that will be um they can be fifty percent comprised of games that didn't make it from your top ten onto the final top ten list. And then the rest of them have to be other games. Got it. You, so you have to make some some hard nice. some hard choices to begin with. But I think it'll help us discuss. I only have six other games on my list <laughs> I've ever played in my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it'll help uh, have discussions for games that we may have forgot about and uh, be able to bring them up again. And who knows? Maybe something weird will 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 oh. come to the top. It's exciting. Makes me regret not playing more Disney Crossing Road this year because <laughs> this is where it would be this is where it would make its home were you playing the Winnie the Pooh home run slugger jam in preparation uh, for this Winnie the Pooh's home run derby uh, <laughs> no I was playing it because we were talking about it and I was reminded of this and uh, that game still deserves its due <laughs> and it's poo there you go Um, but yeah that, that about wraps it up we have we have our top 10 we have our 10 winners Anything else, guys? You want excellent show, y'all. I yeah. I enjoyed it greatly. I appreciate it so much that you guys do this. Yeah, all the yeah. time. Why yeah. wouldn't we? I'm so thankful. I don't know why. Why would you? Uh, oh, <laughs> true. <laughs> um, That's right. You're not paying us. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, thinks I own back pay, but I'm just gonna keep <laughs> dragging him along. <laughs> Alex, we're getting shares in Ward, so. <laughs> Yeah, I think equity. you and I should unionize. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta suppress this. But yeah, no, I obviously I appreciate we all work hard. We all have full time jobs on top of this, and I appreciate you guys taking the time out of out of your busy schedules to come talk about video games and stuff stuff that you've been working on and Yeah, man. I look forward to it every week. And Thanks for uh, having this awesome platform for people to tell stories about video games. Of course, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we have we have awesome people in the community that that need to be propped up. Yeah, 
and people outside the community and outside the community um so grateful for all the all the people that we talk about that we talk to i mean obviously i like talking to the big name people but there are people that i feel like should be showcased more that aren't like kevin snow and yanaman and spoken to a bunch of people yeah this year that are they're making awesome stuff i'm so grateful to talk to them all right well i think that about wraps it up guys will thank you again oh man no where, problem where can people find you at x zero one zero one zero one 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 on twitter and zero one zero one zero one 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 dot com dot com Alex, people can find me at g h o d a n underscore or at Braindeer Games on the Twitter. I uh, was hoping for a pause so I can say thank you again, but thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. I mean, of course, past two years have been awesome. I mean, this whole run, the whole show, it's been good. I'm glad we're closing it up. No, um, <laughs> it's it's been it's been a it's been a it's been a wild ride. It's been a great year. Yeah, mm-hmm. for. For the Earth, for the Earth, <laughs> for for America, uh, for for video games, for video games. <laughs> um, and if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at Dylan Alvento, I L V E N T O. Um, and you can also listen to this episode and any of our other episodes at ward-games.com, or you can find them on Twitter at Word Video Games or wherever podcasts are sold <laughs> um if you enjoyed this episode i hope you can give us a review let people know about us uh, it helps get the word out um and if you disagree with any of the games that we chose <laughs> feel free to shout at us <laughs> on our chosen platforms but yeah next episode will be well the next two episodes will be honorables the honorable it sounds like a movie with like not Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll have that and that'll take us to the end of the year. And then Woo. after that, got MAGFest. Oh man, it's coming right. up fast. Bringing back into the mag. Um, we might have some panels coming up with that. Uh, we won't know until a later date, but we'll be sure to let you know on our platforms. Um, but Right now, it looks like, for this show at least, MAGFest, Awesome Games Done Quick, Pack South, Global Game Jam. <sighs> um, we might have recordings from all those things. Uh, it might not, be dead in February. <laughs> sleep for a year <laughs> after that. But, guys, thank you again. Thank mm-hmm. you. And until next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. So I didn't realize until someone made a tweet about like I bet President Trump pronounces it ye that it's not pronounced ye. Is it not pronounced ye? I guess it's ye, like Kanye. But I thought it was Yeezus. Yeah, like is it Yeezus? I, I, <laughs> uh, this is all over my head. <laughs> we are really unpacking a lot <laughs> on this best games played episode. <laughs> now I don't know if I should keep this or not. <laughs> That's that's where my brain is stuck, <laughs> some, honestly. Some good content. <laughs>
Wait, I don't know. Is that person wrong? Is it pronounced yay? Or I don't know. What um, is what is what is life? Well, did you just read it? Yeah, well. but they but they spelled it like Y E E. I mean, yeah. What this needs is a Twitter poll because if I've learned anything from Twitter polls, it inconclusively <laughs> proves that it's Alex that can't Twitter. pronounce anything. It's that Twitter is oh, very yeah. wrong about that one particular pronunciation. Let's hear it. Pronunciation. It's Epona. No, no, no. E X E C U T A D L E. So, oh, executable. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, Epona is not as bad as Epona. No. Like, if you pause, <laughs> Epona is bad. <laughs> if you pause between the syllables, that's when I start to die. Epona is fine. It's Epona. No, it's Epona. God damn it. My brain. <laughs> I thought you were saying that you said it. Uh, what, what he says it? Epona. I say I say Epona, which no. sounds wrong. I, <laughs> executable. No, I don't. Yes, no. I that was just a video I was referencing. Yeah, yeah. but Alex was like, I say it like that. Yeah. Well, I but think, then, but then, like the more he said it, I was like, yeah. Oh no, way, I don't say it like that. Look, <laughs> Will Smith is a language criminal. We can all. He says GIF. It's it's just wrong. Will Smith says that? A Will Smith of um, formerly of Tested and Maximum PC, not Not, Will Smith. Not star of stage (laughs) and screen. Will Smith. No, Will Smith. uh, Twitch.tv forward slash. Not that Will Smith. Watch as PUBG streams. I'm uh, on a web label called uh, Will Smith Records. I don't remember. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just wanted to throw that out there. That where you're spinning your discs? Yeah. Cool. Pretty cool name. Well, it's great. This this game of the year episode's already off the tracks. <laughs> Let me check this audio. 